You are listening to Thursday Nights, episode 112. Known as RA5. He does have a soul. No soul! He does have a soul. No, it means he doesn't have a soul. He does. Uh, I'm gonna give him a soul. How did he get here? I don't get it. Because he's an object. Yeah. All your objects. Maybe he got caught up in the swirly thing. Find themselves in a huge uh, dug out ditch. All around you. In the Aberrant world? All around you, you see the living. Undulating <laughs> essence. The living, um, the living tissue that makes up the floor and the walls, and uh, you know. <coughs> but it looks like a dugout ditch as this this flesh-like uh, substance. As this ditch looks man-made, dugout or naturally eroded, like prefab. It looks naturally eroded, like it maybe once was a deep river, or and all around you. Are mind flayers. Oh, what? Dead corpses of mind flayers. Okay. As opposed to living corpses. Well, yeah. That's wait, wait. Sense. Dead corpses of mind flayers. Dead mind flayers. That's odd. Better and mind than the alternative. Yeah, I agree. Well, no, you appeared in this world just a couple feet off the ground and had fallen onto them. Oh, and now you are, you are laying on the uh, a pile of corpses. Pinter's going to go about eating the brains of the mind flayers. Is that, I don't think that's how it works. No, but he is going to start scooping their brains into jars. Okay, or uh, real. There are plenty. How to freshly fall, dead as are many they? jars. <clears throat> yeah. A variety. I don't. Quickly looking around, uh, you see a mixture of ages of, uh, of levels of decomposition. Some on the kind of oh further away from where you are have are quite um, decomposed, so, while others are relatively uh, fresh, perhaps a week old, as opposed to. Years old, some of them must I'd, be. I'd like to ask a question. Um, is everyone having having just recently come back from this event? Is everyone just calmly inspecting these mind flayers? Well, Pinter immediately goes back. Right, I know he is. And he's I'm just like curious. World. As the rest of everyone kind of asks these questions and tries to figure this out, I'm just curious. Is this the first thing that happens? Ren's sweating, and well, he looks around because he's usually pretty confident when we go into this into the aberrant world. Mm-hmm. We've always popped back. But this time, I mean, he's he's sweating. And he and he looks around, and now there's all these dead mind flares around us, and he kind of butts out like a little chuckle, like, ha, okay, uh, you guys have any idea what we're supposed to do now? Because I, I'm not, I'm not really sure. Brendis has on an epic tear frown. As he is, and you see, as we as we are often in these situations, Brannis doesn't get 
totally fired up when it's first like, oh, we're in the aberrant world kind of thing. He's just grumpy. He's unhappy that it's like, we're back here. Things are going to get messy. Sure of it. And, uh... And, and in some ways, Frida's like, oh, the tethers are cut, something like that. Like, he's not like, oh, quick, tell us more. He's much more the guy that's just like, Frida, just, well, Brandis knows we're going to hear about it. Brandis knows we're going to hear more than we want to until she runs out of air about telling us about how crazy awful it is that our tethers are cut. So Brandis is not, even if it's vital information, Brandis does not ever go rushing to Frida to ask about it. Because it's like... This is when Frida speaks up with the, uh, what she had said, uh, said at the end of last, exactly. last week. Brandis doesn't ask. She's stuck talking. She says, something is wrong. Something is wrong. I can't find the tether. And you see her just almost kind of grasping in the air. You know, I gotta say, while we're on the topic, um, I don't know why he'd kill us. Like, yeah, I wouldn't have done much for you, but, like, the rest of us probably would have worked pretty well. Yeah. I, I mean, of the options, alive here is better than dead there. In many legends, uh, it, the... You just dump them out and make less noise. The containing or banishing off of an enemy such as the Quorum of Thunderstrike, I wonder if, for whatever reason, he can't kill us. He Why didn't he kill us way back in the past? He sent other people to do his dirty work. Well, he could have just killed Daemon as a child, or you as a thug. It's an thing. interesting question that you bring up if he can't kill us. I'm not suggesting that, but well, I know, why but if, didn't he attack? But perhaps we're why underestimating his power. Perhaps we have greater power over him to... You mean overestimating his power? Overestimating, yes. Uh, perhaps we could seek out the Pazuzu of this world and get him to potentially repair our tethers. What if Dark World Pazuzu is really nice? There you go. Yeah. What if, like, what if Dark World Pazuzu has buyer's remorse? <laughs> it's like Dark World... Um, Dark World... Blackwood? Blackwood. He seemed like a decent fellow. He was yeah. kind of a dick. Can we get out of this pit, please? Creature, yeah. uh, <clears throat> is holding a, an illithid head that uh, Forsyth just sawed off for him. And he plunks it down in a jar of preservatives oh. and screws it on. And he says, um... Nothing can be gained from this. Good bar says, food. Are you kidding? He says, how many of these have you ever seen? Enough <laughs> for a lifetime. He says, the more we study, the stronger we are. He says, uh, I do not think the, uh, the, this idea of seeking out the Dark World Pazuzu is so bad. Uh, I am surprised, actually, that he has never sought us out here. On the other hand... I am not surprised that he didn't kill us. We should all know by this point that death is only another thing that uh, great heroes can conquer at this point. Hasten uh, says, yes, the greatest heroes in history uh, have all been killed at one point during their uh, their quest to thwart a great evil. <coughs> Not the all, all great heroes. <laughs> Some say more deaths equal more greatness. Hasten says. Hasten uh, just points to himself. Everyone just assumes that Hugh died during the ten years. At some point, he died. Ren says, "Enough with this philosophy." No one's bat a thousand. 
Uh, I'm what are we doing? I'm a little concerned about our current situation. Whenever like kill these mind pit. flayers, some of them look fairly recent. <clears throat> Peek over the edge and see if Can we are in any immediate Yeah, what she was looking over the bodies. Let's see what killed these things. Pinter will help with that. Hugh and find pretty quickly that these mind flayers seem to have all been killed in the same way. An, ar- uh, an intense arcane blast. Uh, almost almost like the effect of uh, an extremely strong uh, electric current. You know, just killing someone immediately as they're just shocked by this blast and just it just makes Overloads their brain the and their hearts, all their organs just get overloaded and fail at once. For some reason, Fine. Ren is both terrified and excited that this could Terrified-ed. maybe be Daemon. Probably isn't, but how cool would it be if it was? I don't know if cool would be the word. Pick over the edge and see if you can see any immediate threat. I would like to get out of this pit as well. When Brandis says this, metaphor. you hear a thud as a mind flare body lands next to you. And you see just over the ridge of the far end are two figures that seem to have just thrown, just hurled this body into the pit. Figures. Are they humanoid? They do appear to be humanoid. Hugh, who are they? Yeah, Hugh takes Who are they? What are they? Hugh sees that these... Uh, by all appearances, seem to be human. Two legs, two arms, the build and average height of, uh, of humans. But their faces are completely obscured with masks. Masks with two large, um, like, clear lenses, and like a, a, giving them the resemblance of almost like an ant lion, a big, uh, a big like, snout over their mouth, and it just goes completely over their heads. Covering, uh, covering everything and uh, holding tightly to their necks. Pinter speaks up. What does he say? What, is, what does Pinter say? He caps out a mind message. To us. And uh, when Pinter tries this, he can tell immediately that he is unable to send a message. He finds their minds shielded from his normal. Uh, not it, is, it yeah, doesn't uh, it doesn't bounce back. It's not a, it's not an offensive oh, thing. It's just it's as if he can't find them at all. Just like that if hello, hello, wow. nice delightful you. voice, <laughs> delightful voice. Well, One of these days, that unsolicited <laughs> hello he has a conversation is going to really come back and bone us. At this I point, communicate with the world. The two figures seem to notice you as their gazes snap towards you. They stumble backwards. You see one of them draw a bow. Uh, Pinter says. Oh. Careful, they're mindless drones. Guard yourself. Okay. What? Of I'm what? Mindless drones. I don't know. You've you should look closely. Uh, but let's take defensive positions. If I they can kill mind the players, let's get out of here. Uh, Hugh draws a bow and then also raises his hand up like this. One of them pats the other one, and almost as if uh, the one that was not holding the bow pats the other one as if in a panic and the one holding the bow fires off the arrow uh, seemingly uh, seemingly startled as his whole body just flinches and he fires the arrow it's just a wild shot way over the way over the ravine and you see both of them uh, turn the other direction and run let's chase them 
<laughs> They're just running on foot? No, not really. I just yeah. want to get out of the uh, pit. Yeah, let's get out of the pit and find defensive positions in case more people come and we can observe who they are. Okay. Why don't we just make our way up to the ridge and see what's on the other side of this thing? Yeah. Okay. They don't seem very threatening. Massive encampment. Yeah, Pinter starts climbing up the ridge. Climb the ridge? Is it easy to climb the fleshy walls? Yeah, the... Uh, the, the, flesh, the fleshy walls has There's a lot of give, like a, like an organism would. So as he as he grabs in, he finds that he can kind of just make a handhold where he needs, as there is enough squishiness to, it tries the, uh, to, absorb you. to the wall. Uh, so yeah, we there is one point at which he tries to put his hand in, and it breaks through the surface. And you see, just. Ooze start to ooze out of it, and he has to kind of move out of the way. Who's climbing below? Pinter? Great oozing ooze. <laughs> yeah. All right, this is pretty easy. Look out below! It's like when you knock off some rocks. It's just slime. Ew. It's like birth. That's gross. Uh, yeah, we all Where climb out. Them? What do we see? The first thing you see is the two figures in the distance running. Sprinting. Are they running like at human speed or superhuman speed? They are running at human speed. They shot bows at us. They were startled. There's some small players. Mm-hmm. They again. They are like who killed a mind player? Ants. Yeah, we small. Could... That's a great point. Small whoa, players. Whoa, 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 whoa! They dispose Sorry, of mind players. Detectives. Uh, they were near a dead body. Uh, I wouldn't want. I want. I wouldn't want a justice here going around. Ah. Proximity to the dead! Murderer! Weirdly, the coroners seem to be the highest yeah, murderer. They were chucking, they were chucking <laughs> the bodies <laughs> yeah, into the ravine. Yes, you pick your weakest and dumbest coroner. to toss bodies in a ravine. Yeah. Okay, well, whatever. Where are they running the to? The fact that they're so weakest and dumbest. Do we want to, like, to... capture them or something? And... No, they, they would have nothing to tell us. They're, they're, at least they're, they're, high. they're rolling hills of this flesh like uh, yeah, landscape. You know that they don't have anything to tell us. They have no minds. Because they were shielded doesn't mean they have no minds. It no, might they mean they, they are smarter shielded. than you. They weren't shielded. There was nothing there for me to communicate That's exactly with. what he said, wasn't it? That they were specifically shielded. No, I didn't say people. anything. This is what Pinter's saying to you. Greg said they weren't shielded. I never said that. Really? Greg specifically you said, said there was were. no shielding. You no, said, said there was, was nothing was not offensive. offensive. I said it's uh, not attacking you. We all thought you were role-playing. Greg said there was no shielding. This is what Pinter tells you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I would... I mean, Did Pinter sense that they were shielded or that Pinter just found no mind to be there. Like where he's where his he's reaching out his psionic probe and it was as if it was as if there was nothing. He detected no consciousness to no communicate. Life. That's what Pinter says. He says, I detected no consciousness there. I do not know if they can talk or not. Well, they then perhaps we could, with each other physically. Well they have to be they communicating fear. or being moved somehow. Perhaps we could then we could try see where Right. If the, if it is not their own consciousness that's that's moving them about, we could see what is controlling them. Yes, let's, we, let's we could follow. We could follow them back. But are there any other things? Is there our only choice at this point? We yeah. look around. I have no yeah. idea. Right, I have no. Idea we just see rolling hills no, of uh, this organic flesh stuff. We get to the top of the ridge, and all of a sudden, go like this. Yeah. Oh, Do we what, see anything, anything else around? What's the environment? Any change like? in the world? Really There's a lot of. Motion and activity the last time we arrived here. Are they hair forests? Here, it is uh, much less active than last time you were here. 
Uh, you seem to be in, must be in a different part of the world in which you arrived before the huge um, the vertical plateaus that were there before are nowhere to be seen. However, there are um, the landscape is more like rolling hills, so you can't see far because in every direction, eventually, there's a hill that then just obscures whatever is behind it. Uh, you see, do see that um, dotting the landscape are sometimes coming out of the ground like a massive uh, tentacle. You know, like a massive... Uh, well, it's another word for tentacle. It Appendage. Tendril? Yeah, it's just like a big, like, fleshy tendril coming out of it and just winding. kind of winding around the landscape and then uh, and then going back down into the ground. It's not It's not moving at least quickly yeah, enough more to, like, to notice. Hmm. Hmm. More like, you know... Formations than life forms. Um, yes. What would you say to uh, following these men at a distance, neither trying to communicate with them or seeing where they go? Yes. We have mounts available to us. Still, our dark yes. mounts. Or scythe. We could catch up to them if we want, if we want to, or we can just follow them back. Perhaps a low profile. They already know of us, but we can see but who we communicate to. Yes. It's, it seems like. Uh, Wherever they're headed, if they get there first, they will surely warn whoever. Sneak or shock and awe. I mean, I mean, yeah. I mean, we could just go up and we could shock and awe, and then sneak if they are. I would just as soon get a hold of these two and talk to them. Yeah. So mm-hmm. let's so, let's do that instead of uh, tracking them behind. Okay. Um, the one thing is, as we ride, can anyone do any quick dungeoneering, arcane nature, yeah. or thinking to assess yeah, yeah. perhaps how much time has passed? Frida says <laughs> Frida says no we cannot pursue we cannot Why not? pursue Why not, and you Frida? see that she is still standing right at the edge of the the area where you uh, where you came up and she is making a motion that starts to climb back down Frida, Why are you, what are you going doing? back down there She says look the bond it's gone it's not down there We don't know that we cannot leave this area I have to study I have to find it and you see her again, like, as she's going down, she's just kind of, like, reaching out into the air as if she's feeling for something that you uh, can't see. Frida then, says, I'm sorry to burst your bubble, but we can't stay here either. I mean, no, no look at this. Frida says, there's all the flares you can eat. Hasten, RA5, watch over Frida. I'm getting oh, yeah. some answers. Yeah, we'll come back to collect. Mounts up on his Hasten to giant like red-haired right. boy. We're separating... Really? Here? Brandon uh, says, mounted. I would you prefer a crazy not to man? split up. Uh, By a hundred yards. Yeah, I really am Catch not him and bring him back. All right. I'm not comfortable leaving Frida here. In the Frida's not going to go. Yeah. Brandis, Frida's not going to go. Uh, Brandis and I can catch two guys. Yeah. Pinter right, puts out his that mask. Can do. Frida says, there's no way back. Pinter puts up his mask. You're making a mistake, Frida. You are looking backwards. We need to turn our eyes forwards. There's not a way back through the way we came because Pazuzu has tricked us. Yeah. But if there are men here, there may be civilization here. And if there's civilization here, there may be those who can help us get back. They must says, come with us. Even if we did find a way back, there's no guarantee that we'll be there in time to stop the cataclysm. If our bond has been severed, uh, he says... We should not consider going back to be a viable option. Our time would better be served finding and helping the survivors of this realm. Hugh doesn't stick around to do a lot of discussion. He motions with Brandis. 
mounts up and Hold says, we're going to catch them and bring them back here. Ren points out that the people of this world are already pretty much boned, and he would rather save those people in our so world yeah. that I know and care for. And at this point, we don't know what we can or can't do. And until we get we more answers, I'm not about to give up on getting back. Even though our ties have been severed, I mean... Who'd have thought that we could even get here in the first place? Just because our ties have been severed doesn't mean we can't get back there. Frida yells up and says, Yeah! If Pazuzu thinks that severing our dual-dimensional bond is going to stop us, he's seriously underestimated my academic credentials. Pinter says, Or it feels a little better. We will find no library in this pit, but there may be one wherever those others are running to. And he puts down a hand and says, Come on, Frida. Let's go forward. And he... Grabs her hand, pulls her out onto giant foresight. Frida, she allows herself to be picked up, and you you can see in her in her body language that she wants to stay, but what she seems to be experiencing is severe shock. And as he just picks her up, she just kind of freezes, and then on the back of giant foresight, like she just kind of sits there as her eyes glaze over and like she stops sort of blindly reaching out and just kind of bows her head as if she's alright let's catch up with the others foresight faster faster just Brandis and Hugh at the moment yeah so we're gonna run after them who are running after these scouts Brandis and Hugh on their mounts or our walks chrome bear chrome bear and a uh, red haired wolf a red-haired wolf. Red-haired wolf. A red-haired wolf. I have a white elephant. Crimson wolf! Are able to overtake yeah. the uh, the two figures quite quickly as uh, they were only Four on foot. Feet. Yeah, Hugh um, essentially kind of does that classic thing where he just kind of starts riding around them in circles really closely with Brandis, making it clear that yeah! running is not going to happen. Um, but not as attacking, just kind yeah, of Yeah, not like attacking. We corral them. We corral them. As you uh, get close... The the guy with a bow draws another arrow and uh, and he starts attempting right, to shoot off to arrows. Him. He is not a skilled uh, <laughs> bowman and um, and even if he were Does to he have one well placed one, you could probably just swat the arrow out of the air. Yeah, Hugh holds up a hand and says, "We wish to speak." Did they speak common? I don't know. He says it in common. He says it again in giant, if that helps. So it's the only two we know. Brandis knows that! We have the least diverse languages between us. The one who is not, uh, who does not have the bow, you see him pull a wand out of his, um, you know, out of his, uh, belt. Do you have any lilies? And he holds it up straight in the air and looks to, uh, looks to his friend and just nods to him. They have not responded yet. Are they, they are both. Yet? They have. They have stopped moving, and they're looking at you. Are we caught up yet? Not quite yet. Um, in a few uh, seconds. Wait. Okay. They look to each other, and they. They have not responded. They look to each other and nodded. One of them nodded to the to the other one. Brandis is going. Uh, mechanics question. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Um. You can do an attack and not make it lethal. Yeah, it's called yeah, dual damage. Yeah, when, okay. when you kill when you a guy, kill an enemy, you can, can decide choose. whether or not it's physical. So make sure there's no, there's no like <laughs> check. There's no, no. In third edition, if you did enough damage to somebody, you would crush their it skull. So I just don't want to do that. <laughs> I knock him out. You no, murdered him. No. Brandis. Brandis, he's a beheading strike. No mechanics. 
worry about it. You want to knock a guy out, you can knock a guy out. Brandis, Brandis, Brandis. Storm of Blows, <laughs> which what? allows me to cover some distance and attack more than one guy. And he's going to knock their heads together. Knock both of their heads together. He does it before he thinks about it. And he does. He attempts this subduly. Okay, you're gonna roll a. Um, Somehow he winds up with two guys with one head. The <laughs> Everyone, <laughs> world, no. You're gonna roll a, a, an opposed uh, sort of. Um, it's initiative. That's what okay. it really is. You're gonna roll an initiative check against uh, the guy with the wand, who's basically got his. Uh, he's pointing up in the air as well, if he's ready that's to. That's the wand uh, of surrender. Ready to use it. World users to say, I you knock him out, and then a white flag pops out of the wand. <laughs> Uh, uh, just a normal initiative. So check. you're gonna go initiative roll, and he's just gonna go a twenty with no bonus. Okay, that's I like my odds. What is your bonus? Fifteen. I mean, it's not huge, okay. but it's. Uh, you are a hero. I ro- I got a total of twenty-two. Roll it. Roll it. What? The- Whoa! He beat me. He landed on edge. That's uh, he technically wins. That's amazing. It's point up. It is point up on a twenty around that point. Yeah, handily. All right, here we go again. Oh, eighteen, pretty good roll. (laughs) Really good roll. Good job. I could have, I could have lost that. So, um, boom. So I take it, Brandis. His eyes widen. Succeeds in his attempt. Yeah, uh, Brandis is able to um, subdue. Is able to clank their uh, their helmets together as. before the guy's able to activate whatever that wand does. Are they... Were they weak enough mm-hmm. that that uh, effectively subdued yeah. them? Yeah, or, okay. they're knocked out. Cool. That's what I was going to say. And you guys catch... You s- Pinter and Aurora and um, and Ren and Hasten, as well as RA5, moving at a very quick speed. After it picks up a certain That's amount quick. of speed, the, uh, the sphere on the bottom that it uh, rolls along just hovers. lifts off the ground and it hovers. Uh, when we arrive, Pinter goes, Ah, you killed them? No, no, Yes, no. you guys arrived to see Brandis standing over their unconscious bodies. That was unnecessary. They're not, uncon- they're not dead. We can still talk you don't know that. Uh, Pinter hops off she and has yeah. seen that move when it's lethal. <laughs> and analyzes their masks. Do their masks seem to be necessary for them to stay alive? Like, are they it's like crushing two rabbits. No. Uh, One hand. So, Pinter's, he, he's... He's hopped off. He's hopped off and he's looking at their masks. He's uh, analyzed the mask. He doesn't want to, like he wants to take one off to see what's inside, but he doesn't want to do that if it's gonna like kill, kill him. Pinter, uh, Pinter can pretty quickly um, recognize that this is a sophisticated arcane device that uh, shields the user from uh, from any sort of psionic. Uh, uh, Way to go, champ! Uh-huh. Abilities. He says, "I was right. They are just drones." <laughs> and look, they stabbed each other. Uh huh. Um, My murderous drones. He's gonna take off one of the masks. What's underneath? We'll find out next week. Pinter! It's Pinter! They're all Pinter. Hugh, um, well. What's under the mask? Under the mask is, uh, is a man. It's a man? Human? It's, uh, uh, it's a man with uh, greasy, short black hair. But human? Yes, human. Man. Human. Wow. Human. Human! How young? 
Uh, looks like maybe a 17. Weathered? Seeing that he was surprised, Pinto turns and says, Weathered for a 17 year old. finds a way. <laughs> he turns. <laughs> and he's gonna communicate with the guy's brain. Enter his dreams. He might have in. Brennus sees what you're doing and says, Be careful, he may have defenses within the helmet. <laughs> I said, I have defenses. Now he's in a nice oh, suit. And uh, he says... What is it normally like when uh, Pinter tries to enter enter the mind of someone who's unconscious, who's been, like, knocked out? Because it's got to be a little different, you know? The brain has essentially chaotic. shut off to protect the... Yeah, I imagine it's... Um, yeah, it's like being actually underwater. Like, the person is, like... It's like they're completely, like, asleep underwater, so they can still hear noises... But it takes a long time to communicate things, and you kind of have to bring them out of it. Almost like, if we're doing kind of inception thing, like getting them to believe that they're actually in the water to come out of the water onto a beach, that kind of thing. So, you know, they they are in at first an environment that is kind of isolated and protected, and he has to talk them out of it. When it becomes clear that Pinter is like doing something, this guy like, can you just like pull? information out of his head, or do you have to actually, like, talk to him? To talk to him. Oh. And he can do this and talk to you guys at the same time, because he has dual souls. Uh, okay, so what is Pinter attempting to communicate? He is going to use a variety of languages, possibly every language in the rulebook, uh, to try and figure out what this guy is, seeing the guy's appearance. This guy seems to uh, be able to understand common. Ah, use his common. And feels his least bored. favorite language. <laughs> and uh, he he immediately tells him, uh, "Fear not, my friend. Um, though you, you may up? think Did otherwise, you, you are not at risk yet." And he says, "The ancient heroes have arrived." Who's this? Uh, the man can respond, but it's like he's in a dream, you know, it's <laughs> yes, it surreal to him. As he says, uh, he says, you are, you are a trick, you are a trick, you are the, uh, you are the mind flayers. Pinter says, when you awaken, I will show you what we do to mind flayers. But when you awaken, you. I wish for you to know <laughs> that, uh, that we are not tricked. Says, what would prove it? <laughs> um, Let us kill you. <laughs> Pinter notices at this point. No mind flare would do that. Pinter notices at this point that the. Um, that this sort of. Uh, I mean, this is an abstract concept of what it's like, this underwater mm-hmm. environment, uh, is getting darker <clears throat> and darker. And on. And on the, the, the abstract horizons of this mind that he is in, he sees tendrils oh, coming in from the horizon as if they are coming in. Okay, seeing this, he says, forgive me, uh, I have reduced your defenses. I now return it to show you that we are trustworthy. And he immediately puts the guy's mask on, severing the connection. And uh, Pinter says, guard your own minds. Okay. He says we, I always do. I Super. believe that, uh, well, as far as I could tell, uh, my connection with them was brief, but uh, he believed me to be a trick of the Illithids. He says, but he spoke common, 
And I told him when he awoke to trust us as much as that probably will not work. Considering that we assaulted them. At that least... Some ground lost. At least we know they speak common wherever they came from. If we can regain their trust, then we may have allies in this world. And as Ren... Or no, as Hasten said, uh, we may have someone we can help. Yeah, let's... Uh, Ren. Can we wake them up and make them take us... Well, first let's take away their wands. <laughs> yeah, Brenna says, yeah, their Ren, what does this wand do? It is not activated, but hands it to you. Ren takes it nice, and nice. begins inspecting it. Power. Like this that. wand has been, uh, has been empowered with a single spell. It, uh, it seems to... I mean, it's a very rudimentary wand. It seems to have been crafted to cast... A, uh, to allow the user to craft... Uh, to cast a single spell, even without any um, skill? You know, uh, skill with the arcane himself. It's so it's a very <laughs> simple, and all it does, it seems to be a, uh, a like a beacon spell. Mm-hmm. Ren is uh, is fairly certain that it, uh, you know, it, if fired into the air, it would be like a massive star appearing in the sky. Well, there's enough. Ren begins to like chuckle. Oh, and says, I think we're, at least based upon this wand, I think we are drastically overestimating these guys. And looks to them and says, They're What, uh. Oh, yeah. They're, yeah, can you help us? You with can that? wake them up, maybe? Yeah, yeah, it could be like scouts for alerting something else that's worse. Yeah, well, that's, Ren, uh, conveys the fact that, Ren conveys the fact that these are. Um, <clears throat> the, low it's, low a, it's, a, it's a beacon. Yeah. Um, huh. And that's pretty much all it. Speaking it's, to who? It's for. Sure. To the well, whoever made this has power of arcane and crafting, so they are survivors here. This is very exciting. Well, could it be like? Hold a, on a second. By arcane, we're talking like the bare minimum arcane. arcane that is. Anything will help. And he turns to Frida, and he says, "Do you see Frida?" He says, uh, "Perhaps we can uh, work with whoever crafted these." To forge a connection back, there is always hope. Yeah. What if we set off the? Uh, what if we just set off the? Um, the flare the beacon. Let's, no, that's let's, a terrible. Yeah, let's Don't, wake up these guys. Let's first. not do that immediately. Can we? Can I'm, I'm opposed to that course of action. Skills, wake these because that's what up. they were going to do when they thought we were going to kill them. Yeah, yeah. I'm worried they'd immediately send soldiers. Let's wake them up first. Okay. And talk with them. I'd rather yeah. talk to scouts we, than talk to soldiers. Yeah, they're responding to the scouts more. Okay, Other guys they will come to a scout's beacon and find unconscious friends and conscious unknowns. Yeah. yeah. I think you guys are severely overestimating. So, no, no, no. We can kill all we the can, soldiers that come. We can conquer this, this world. That's yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's like saying... Like Ren, I think we're, it's I think like we're saying, on the page. Oh, God, if we set off this beacon... They're going to send their two-year-old soldiers after no, us. But you're saying, afraid. I have they to wait and land this bank. I should shoot sticks. a gunshot into the air to get their attention. <laughs> like, let's wait. All right, let's just wait in line Ren. and let them wake up. Ren uh, reaches into his robe and pulls out one of his vials that he has. Um, I mean, you're used to seeing him reach into his robe and pull out you know, sleeping <laughs> potions and whatever. And... <laughs> are you laughing at me? you. Keep going. He's always reaching into the reaching road, to and the pulling road and pull out. things out. I just um, keep going, man. <laughs> uh, so he pulls out a uh, a tube of 
it's not a potion, but you can see it's actually it's like smelling salts. And as he pops the cork, he begins to stick it under the noses of the two fellows. Inside their helmets? Fellows. You can take their yeah, helmet off the, really quick. Yeah, just the bleep breathing. How, is there holes Thanks. in the thing? How are they constructed? Sir yes. Hugh, uh, Sir Hugh Cuthbert of the Golden Fucking Arrows. Do I tell you how to shoot a bow? <laughs> then don't tell me how to use my smell. Alright, they are constructed with clear... <laughs> yeah, like he gets all fired about this. They are constructed with clear lenses on the front that, uh, like that yellow appear... Or no, they appear uh, completely black from the outside, <laughs> but when uh, awesome. Pinto took it off, he said that you could see, that you could see out. Uh, and awesome. around like the mouth and nose is just like a big, like I said, almost like a... Um, like Antlion. It's kind of like, uh, like, like those Italian doctors. Yeah, plague doctors. Plague doctors. Yeah, and uh, and yeah, you can breathe through it. It seems okay. Yeah. Good. So uh, at doing this, the uh, oh, and 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 before he he rouses them, he suggests that maybe attempt. some of the group. What? Go ahead. Or before he attempts to arouse them. Arouse. <laughs> before he attempts, attempts All right, to that time. <laughs> With the stuff that he pulled out of his robe. With the stuff that he pulled out of his robe. <laughs> looking at me. That he's sticking in their face. Um, he suggests hey, that maybe some awesome. of the group. It's the Emerald man! Yeah, alright. It's a party! They may want to either restrain them or have I'd like to take a look at their um, their gear before we 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 taking away their wand, their bow and arrow, and any other weapons they have on them. I think the most diplomatic way would be to not restrain them, but yeah, take away their stuff. So, Pinter, knowing that they might be waking up. Do they have any other things on them? Pouches, (coughs) notes, messages? Nope, the only thing of note is. uh, They have no clothes. Or the weapons. How about their clothing? What kind of construction is it? Uh, good question. Their clothing is is woven from a uh, thread grown from a plant. So like cotton. Uh, cotton. Or hemp? More like hemp. Burlap? Like, uh, uh, you know, it's like a, not quite as raggedy as burlap. From writing Linen? Like flax? But yeah, I mean, look, I'm not a fucking clothier, so I'm not good at these I mean, things. Like, is it is rags? It like is, it, is it is it is rags? It like is it? Shut up. Um, closer it... closer to rags, but not rags in the sense that it's like old and dirty, but rags as far as like quality made out of poor quality, quality of the construction, yeah, made okay. out of poor quality ma- materials, and made by those not uh, particularly uh, skilled. Um, he wants to check over, um, body but as seemingly well. made recently. Like, um, Hands, feet, that kind of stuff. Like, what kind those. of labor are these guys used to? Are these guys like Callous. swordsmen? Callous? Uh, these um, these guys uh, clearly these guys. are used to uh, working every day. Much more like a, um, much more like a, you know, a farm worker than say a noble. Okay. Um, um, these guys check that, around like neck area too. Any markings or anything? Like uh, looking for like tattoos, kind of tattoos, scars, scars combat scars. Um, not so much. Uh, okay. the, the regular kind of cuts and bruises and scars you might expect on no someone. No tattoos, that, uh, markings, anything. But nothing. Anything. Um, no, no noticeable. Two across like, uh, I kill rival. Knowing okay. that uh, he's gonna wake he's him up. Things. Pinter has taken off all his armor. He's just in his kind of nicer, uh, you know, traveling clothes, and he has sit, sat kind of cross-legged in a meditation position. In front of them, and he casts the spell suggestion, which will let him use Arcana for diplomacy. Which is quickly becoming 
and just catchphrase. Yeah. Um. Okay. Just waiting for them to wake up. Let me get the dog in, then I'll continue. Well, I think we're off to a good start. We haven't actively burned any yeah. bridges yet. Um, Hugh also okay. uh, checks the ground around if they were following a trail back, if that's even possible in the landscape that we have here. You're walking um, if this is a common patrol route or something like that, or if they were just scouts exploring some new area or what's going on. Hugh finds it... Uh, any tracks, essentially? Is this is this something that's traveled frequently? Do people come out here a lot? Well, there were a lot of bodies. Like Along this path? No. Wow. No. Okay. They, uh, Hugh, Hugh has spent enough time traveling last time you were here, yeah. and even just the short distance here, he's always got his eye on that kind of thing. Yeah. He, he understands kind of the depression, the effect it leaves on the fleshy material. He's kind of had to wrap his head around it. It's very different. It doesn't leave impressions like it would on dirt. It's more like if you were walking along skin. But he's able to use that. And the women you frequent walk on your back. It's yeah. It's actually like kind of like brushing along something in the in a seafloor. Like things sort of retract and pucker. Yeah. And so he's able to he's able to at least at least with your experience find himself pretty confident at tracking. Not nearly as much as if they were, you know, walking through environments yeah, as used to. But does, does it's fairly certain that, you know, if these guys just came here to drop it off, they must have walked back along a different path than they Okay, came. interesting. Okay, good to know. Does Ren wake him up? Yeah, as Ren yes. uh, puts the... He does wake him up. So as Ren puts the salts kind of under their mask and they it works their way through whatever filters or arcane stuff might be at work within their masks, suddenly you see them just start to spasm and jerk. And, okay. and as soon That's as they wake up, Pinter speaks, and his words, just with like resonating with magic, carry absolute trustworthiness. Not in a trickery way, but in a way that just immediately accesses memories of trust and connects it with his words, so that they know that he is speaking truth. That's his diplomacy. And he says, be at peace, my friends. You are amongst heroes again. And he gets a uh, 40, was that 6? 43 on his diplomacy. It's like we're mind players. The natural reaction to a man awaking after being uh, having his head bang so hard that he passed uh, out. Passed out. See me it's okay if he weeps. May normally be to panic and scream. Pinter is the first thing that he sees. And they look, and they say, Who are you? Well, Why are you here? He says, We have come to do the best. We have come to do <laughs> <laughs> He question. just says, We've been brought to this world against spell. our will. Yes, we were sent here uh, from a world in which the terrible things here never happened. They sort of look to each other uh, as if this is the strangest thing they've ever heard. Of course. Have you not heard of the legends of Thunderstrike? This has been a few centuries back. You never know. They, uh, he looks and both of them just kind of shake their heads. At this point, they're just they're trying to acquiesce to what you're asking and such, but they yeah. seem very still very nervous. gives a brief version. He says, in our world, we are 
You're letting them interrogate you. Fighting, uh, whatever. We're fighting uh, a demon by the name of Pazuzu. You may still yet know his name. Do you have any reaction to the name? No. Pazuzu. No. Um, okay, we'll drop some other names. Uh, um, uh, also. My name is Pinter. Do you still know about me? Uh, and then they start bowing. Yes. Uh, and he says, uh, he banished us here because he fears our power. <laughs> he wishes to bring about... A uh, cataclysm of our world that would lead to one such as this. You must understand that the world was not always in this terrible state that it is now. There were once heroes like us who could banish the evil you now suffer. Or oh, I hopefully you do not agree with. Um, that you don't serve. We have come here against our will, but I believe that fate never accidental. Perhaps we have come here to help you. The man who originally had the bow, he was the, um, uh, the, the short, black-haired man, looks to the other one, although they both look very similar with their masks on. Looks, uh, looks to the other, and the man who had the wand says, through his mask, <laughs> uh, he says, you speak to the wrong people. We are not, uh, we do not know of, of history and, uh, and the, um, the philosophies of which you speak. He says, you must speak to Maddox. Maddox. What? Uh, you. hearing, uh, Ranch Reaction. <laughs> uh, mentally, Tyson says, do you know that name? Uh, um, ask Brandis. Brandis? Says, I have heard of that name before, <laughs> but last we heard in this world, it was not anything of my making. It was. Wait, are they get? They got get? What? Well, hmm. Renis <laughs> looks around and stops talking for a second. This is mental. Mental talk. Mental talk. <laughs> it's Seldy. Seldy. It's Seldy. It was Seldy. She's probably dead. That was this, long this, time is ago. this is We're mental. This is mental. Five hundred years. She's definitely show. dead. Due to riddance, you know. <laughs> Unless something else happened. Um, <laughs> on a party line. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> um, it was Seldy when we visited her before. She's using the name Matic. She was using the name Matic, which is a name I had used. Obviously, she admired me more than Hugh. Again, not party line. Um, <laughs> and uh, I assume it's either her or perhaps someone who took the mantle of Matic after Seldy. Or a mind flare, or perhaps who's harvesting humans. Uh, <laughs> or perhaps it is you in this world. In which case, impossible. Well, I don't want forget to... that Brandis took the name Maddock because it was one of the most. It's like John Smith. All of his names. All of his are... names have been the most. It doesn't common, matter. Common it could be names. John. It could be another it's guy named like Maddock. That's name, possible. It's kind of like the name. We jump to conclusions a lot. Okay. We really do. Hugh Hugh asks them and says, "Were you thralls? What of the, the, of, the, of the mind flares? Are you thralls? Were you? Were you, were you? ever? I don't have know. You, have you ever been enslaved it. by the? Last we came to this creatures? world, it was the mind flares are pretty much dominance over everything. I'm surprised to see anyone else. It's uh, a nice surprise. Says, I, I really must ask that you speak uh, that you speak to Maddock. He says he would know better uh, what what to tell you. 
Uh, do you have an encampment, or is he just around here somewhere? He says, we can take you to the city. A city? Impressive. Hmm. That's more than I was hoping for. Uh, Pipter says we must be cautious, though. Last time we... Oh, come back in here and say it, so we can actually hear you. He's getting some pie. <laughs> Forsyth be careful about hitting pie. the thing on the plate. Forsyth. I'm going to take a big bite before I eat that. Um, Pinter says we must be cautious. He says, as much as I want to trust anywhere, and he's saying this in front of these guys, as much as I want to trust a, uh, a non-aberrant uh, society here, we saw what happened last time we blindly <laughs> believed what we were told. True. They sent us to this hellhole. Oh, I'm sorry. This awful says, place. You don't have to come, just please let us return. As you see, says, of course. We're going with you. Panic has returned. We shall keep you safe. Yeah. Uh, it says, please, lead the way. You can ride on our mounts with us so you don't get tired. <laughs> Maybe the elephant. Uh, yeah, they look. Is her ele- Has her elephant just been here the whole time? They look up and, and look to each other as the one who, the bow guy, looks like, and he kind of shrugs, the other one nods to him as they climb up onto Aurora's elephant. Hell yeah. Elephant. Room for more! Because <laughs> it's an elephant. Is Frida still riding with Pinter? Uh, no, Frida has, uh, Frida got off the, um, Took off. <laughs> Got off Forsyth and uh, and had sat down with her books this whole time. Uh, Frida, any luck figuring out when we are? And what was her mount? She didn't, she didn't have one. Have one. She, she didn't there. get one because she wasn't there. She showed up riding on something, though. Did she? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, when we came back to the demon place. After we she met her, us. She had something. Yeah. Yeah. Now I can't remember what it was. Ostrich. No. Chat, what was Chat, it? Chat, who remembers these things better than we do. What was Frida writing when the crystal mounts? Answer like for uh, like $5 horse. donated in your name to the Kickstarter. <laughs> she was <laughs> writing it down. I can't remember. Was it a skiff? Was it the skiff? That, uh, no, it was something on the ground. I remember that hilarious skiff that Damon's been like. I thought it was a horse. I just it was just a horse? Yeah. Cool. A giant horse, horse maybe? A cool-looking giant horse? Was it an arcane horse? She summoned a thing? She's on a horse. <laughs> She's on a horse. She... Thoth is saying antelope, and I'm pretty sure that's a lie. Nonsense. <laughs> I call shenanigans. Shenanigans. She's on a horse. Okay. Good for but her. She's summoned. How uh, Any luck on figuring out when we are? Uh... She says, as far as I can tell, it is not uh, not much further than last time we were here. Six months, maybe a year. Oh, okay. Short this time. No, from the last time we were Ren, here. Which yeah, was... that's what he's saying. But it's a short oh, job okay. from last time. I thought you meant short. Ren looks at more like a century or something. And asks her if she's yeah. been able to locate the strings of our existence for in this world. She just shakes her head and says, but I'm working on it. Let me know when you find it. Or I have some five theories. Beep, boop, beep, boop. Well, actually, it talks like Stoila, so... Fine, guys. Thanks for asking, finally. <laughs> this is my RA5. <laughs> Alright. So, they have uh, they have mounted up, and they are leading yep. the way towards the city. 
Hmm. Only six months. Uh, that's impressive. Although we could be a different part of the world. Maybe it has yeah, something it to do like with that. Really was the last the time? Yeah, don't forget, it's still Toral. I mean, it's big world. It's a big world. Gigantic. It warms Hugh's heart to see people, humans especially, yeah. not like completely wiped out. Yeah. As you climb, nice. as you uh, as you ride over the rolling fleshy hills, supple. You see, as you break the ridge, that down into a valley is a massive golden dome. This uh, this like enormous. This, no, no, it's like not like a building. It is a, a huge, glowing, golden uh, dome that is emitting bright light. It's the yarmulke of the aberrant world. And, uh... It protects its mind from evil. As you approach closer, you can easily tell that this thing is a very powerful magical shield. So, so is that your city? So, uh, he says, yes, that is the city. That's some impressive, uh, impressive juice. Like, it's a big shield. Upon getting closer to the city. How many people live there? Exactly. What are your defenses? <laughs> yeah. what would you the guy doesn't the answer <laughs> these specific questions anymore. Uh, he, has said, up around here. he has said many times to speak to Maddox, and now he has just stopped answering ten well, times. I wanted to ask him because he's writing notes. If yeah. I wanted to break in exactly. and disable the shield, shield. how would I do it? Man, What's the source of the shield? Yeah. <laughs> you must have some good defenses against the shield. Do you have the time? What time is it? <laughs> how long have we been here? As you get close, oh God. As you get close to the shield, they take you off see... Their helmets. You can see through it just slightly. Uh, you can see sort of a wavy figures on the other side, and you can see the outlines of many buildings. And as you get close, you realize that this is place it's very large. It's probably um, like two, three miles in diameter. Wow. Is um is the sky still boned? Like is it like <laughs> nosh is it like gut turning when you look up at it or something? Yes. Okay. Hugh glances like okay. <laughs> Uh, uh, well, he no, just he was always looking at it. What, uh, at least tell me, what is the name of your city? What do you call it here? He says, this is the city. The city, of course. Ren's he a little says, bit... It has no name, it is the only one. When there's only one, you only need one. Ren's kind of impressed because last time we were here, the most magical and arcane things that were to be found were like the giant meat portal and things mm-hmm. like that. So the fact that there are people that have enough... Uh, arcane juice and organization to uh, create something like this and sustain it gives him a little bit of hope. Uh, Pinter turns towards these guys and as they're getting near, he says, we understand that you must be frightened of uh, our sudden appearance and the way we first Crawled approached you. Crawled out of a you. pit of mind flares. He says, but, and he looks them square in the eye, inciting and he says, "Do you trust us now?" And again, he's been talking to them and had used initial diplomacy. Yeah, but he's asking them. These guys might be stupid. Do, do you speak up? Do you trust me? I wouldn't. <laughs> Don't listen. To that I mean, guy. if I was you guys, I would go. Let's keep us on the outside. Go walk in and then say, "Hey, there's some people outside." Yeah, but he's asking them. He says, "Do you trust us?" 
and he's looking him right in the eye, and he, he wants to know what's going to happen, basically, once they get there. They're going to run inside and say, Fire the lasers! <laughs> Fire the lasers! <laughs> and he, he's got pretty good insight. He he's says, uh, insight, so he just, he's got Fire the beams with incredibly concentrated He says, I do not know you. I cannot trust anything unless, uh, unless Maddox says it is trustworthy. Would we be trusted enough to go inside the city, or will Maddox meet us outside? He says, that we will find out when we go inside. Wait, we're, you're just getting... <laughs> we'll keep one of you, then. It's okay. Yeah, okay, so we follow. You can see, as you come very close, that up about uh, maybe 20 feet uh, off the ground, on the inside of the shield, is like a ledge, like, um, almost like... Uh, Parapet? Parapets that have been con- seemingly constructed that go around the entire border of the shield. Are they the made out of the magical shield itself, or are they made no. out of building supplies? They're made out of building supplies. I mean, it's hard to see through. It's kind of wavy. Building supplies. Um, it looks, I mean, it looks like solid things. It's very hard to make out anything specific, but you can see figures standing uh, along the parapets, and you can see that there is a lot of commotion. There is a lot of commotion in... Uh, Inside, as their guys are moving around along the parapets, <laughs> several people are starting to arrive at the parapets. You see, they are moving with the kind of organization of soldiers standing, uh, standing along. As you see, each of them are holding spears, and some are holding crossbows. <laughs> Let's not antagonize them. I think we have to kill them all. Quite a welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, he urges the scouts forward and says, please, let them know our peaceful intentions. So you're having them move forward? One of them. Fine. <laughs> one of them. Yeah, one of them. Yeah. You can go. We'll, keep, go, the other we'll keep the friendly one here. <laughs> we'll the the one. one who's been speaking or the one who's not been speaking? Oh, God. I Only one guy's been talking. One that's been talking. Let him go. Talking guy, yeah. Yeah, he's the one I've been talking to the most. So Wait, why don't you go inside and we will protect your friend out here. <laughs> it would be a better sign of faith to let them both go. Right, is that what you think is a good idea, though? If they're not going to let, if they're not willing to sacrifice one of their men to save their city, I don't know what kind of people they are. That's true. Let them both go. Why don't you just run inside? Like they're going to go care on. that we kept one of their men as hostage. Yeah, exactly. yeah, the guy oh, that you that told to move forward, <laughs> the guy that you told to move forward, he was kind of like hesitating, like looking at his friend. So you yeah, told we, them both we to let go. Them both, yeah. They dismount off of the elephant and move forward. See ya. And uh, stretch. You see them make a very uh, particular gesture, like a wave, and then they move their hand in sort of a different uh, complex pattern. As then, just a piece of the shield opens up as if a doorway. As if it were a doorway, but it's not really a doorway? It's not a doorway, it is... It's more of a sliver or a crack. And you see that while while it has opened up... While it's opened up, there is still a sheen of magic energy uh, in that barrier. Like, it has not removed the shield. It is just different That's in that a spot. Shield. You can see clearly through that area as mm-hmm. a tall man walks forward and he says, Who are you? Addressing you all. I did my attachment power. Uh, says, I am a roar warlord, queen of the shining lands. Ren says, yeah. Are you mad at me? She's 
shuts up. He says, I am Maddox. I am in charge of this city. Who are you? I just said... Do we recognize Maddox? No. He's just a dude. Damn. If he was a robot, he'd be automatic. Brandon says, We are mighty warriors from another world. Okay. (laughs) Go ahead. (laughs) Warriors from another world. I like that. Uh, the man has a uh, the man has a very full black beard and uh, and bushy beard, big bushy eyebrows. <laughs> Can we see any of his face between his beard and his eyebrows? Big bushy or eyebrows, just like all like a muppet. Yes, you can see his face in between Dang his beard it. and his eyebrows. Dang it! Um, no, no, he can't. <laughs> After the, uh, the man <laughs> looks quite weathered, and he looks. I mean, when you look at him, it reminds you Craggy of face. Brandis, who looks older than he really is. is I mean, this is a man who is, seems to have lived with great responsibility his entire life. Uh, and although uh, those of you with the most, the keenest sense of, uh, you know. Humans, you, you would guess he's in, his, he's in his late 40s, but in your world, he could easily pass as a 60-year-old. Goodness. Pinter hops off his mouth and Damn, he bows. And he says, I am Pinter, ally of the heroes of Thunderstrike. So as we come with peaceful intentions, we are unwilling visitors to your land. He says, we are all unwilling visitors to this land. Mm-hmm. Or, not visitors. We are all unwilling oh. citizens of this land. Well, we're visitors. Well, we're visitors. Says, we, we, uh, we seek protection from the, the bastard mind flayers. And he, uh, he brings out the jar that has the pickled head in it. And he says, we see that you, too, find them enemies. The, as soon as he lifts it up, the soldiers along the uh, the parapets like raise their weapons, and he says, "You will leave that outside." Fine. <laughs> that means you're letting us inside, doesn't it? He says, "He says if you pass the test." Pass the test. Test. But he says, "I excel at tests." He says, "This world is filled with many tricks. We must be sure." I can respect that. Okay, nothing involving imminent death, though, right? I do not fear imminent death as my ally. Submit me to your test. Uh, he takes a few Only steps back, and uh, and he says, Still one at a time, come through. Who's going first? The, uh, the guys that you had brought, the scouts, have moved in through the... Uh, well, I think we already doorway. established that, Brandis. Brandis strides <laughs> forward, barrel-chested, becoming even more barrel-like. <laughs> so move his arms around his barrel-chest. And as Brandis gets very close, he sees what is behind this barrier that he's looking. Uh oh. There is a. There is a. um, You know, there's a mostly clear barrier before him, a threshold that he must cross. But beyond that is another threshold where this this uh, dome has split and and created a um, antechamber. An antechamber where there uh, where the 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 golden shield like expands again. So he will have to cross through one barrier and then another. It's like says, an airlock. Uh, yes, much like an airlock. Now that I have updated my uh, hit points to reflect the healing surges that I used during the short rest, I am ready to go through. <laughs> As Brandis steps through, he looks to either side and sees 
that there are, because uh, you couldn't see much detail before. And as he steps in, he sees on either side these there this, the parapets are made out of wood, and there's <laughs> underneath on both sides as you're standing in this little antechamber are bars made out of wood, and behind it are wolves, and they are both snarling at Brandis. Rolling it. You need to fight the wolves. Brandis v. Wolves. What's your heal bonus? Uh, It's a 25. Snarl back. Brandis continues to walk through. No, yeah, Brandis cannot. The uh, the barrier is solid at the end. Oh. As as he stepped through, it became solid on both sides. Oh. This isn't a... So you all see Brandis sort of mostly disappear. Is Brandis going to be eaten by the wolves? You need to pass our heal pass. First, we eat human. Uh, you can hear the voice of Maddox saying, Stand in the middle. Brandis stands in the middle, barrel chest, struggling to appear as powerful as before as he is separated from his group and surrounded by wolves. (laughs) He says, Do not move, they will not hurt you. Unless you are our enemy. That damn Brandis. <laughs> I don't even know if I'm their enemy yet. We don't know who these people are. <laughs> the, uh, the bars retract upwards into the parapets as the wolves, they don't bolt forward. They move forward and you can see that there are heavy chains attached to their collars. And as they move forward, they get just close enough where they are stopped from like snapping at Brandis. They're not trying to snap, but just close enough where if, if Brandis stays where he is, they cannot quite get to him. But you see that they are sniffing the air around and snarling a bit as uh, they kind of like look at him from head to toe. Are these just regular wolves? Like, as opposed to... Dire wolves? Some dire wolves arcane or arcane wolves? Into, like, devourer wolves. Like, mutant eight-legged yeah, You can't really wolves. see inside, so if they're, like, arcane Spiritual wolves, you wouldn't be able to tell. Brandis, they seem like regular wolves. They seem like regular wolves. Is there anyone that I can see from this, um... From in here? Like, is it all sealed up dark now? I'm not... Not dark, but, um... Can you see up, like, people opaque? watching him? Can I see Maddox? Yes. Brandis looks he up. standing tall and watching. Brandis stands up as tall as he can from his lower position. And uh, and just not even really flinching at the wolves says, "Nice dogs." <laughs> he says, "Let them in." And then the um, too bad to stay outside. You hear like a whistle. <laughs> you hear a whistle as he sees that there are figures on each side uh, on e- on each side of you know where the well the wolves came from seem to be like the um, animal trainers the hound calling masters. the wolves back. The wood uh, the wood barriers. Lower once again, and the golden sheen disappears as Brandis is able to walk fully into the city. Yeah. It just says, look, I got, I got some stuff on me that might trigger these guys. <laughs> you guys go first. Maddox. They have some Ziploc bags, some mind flare brain, and it's like dumping all Maddox turns inside. to Brandis and says, You understand, we have to be careful. Brandis eyes this man who calls himself Matt. With the gall to call himself Maddock. And says, yes. My son. One can't... <laughs> One can't be too careful these days. Um, but we are merely travelers from a distant land. All the time, not really paying attention to what he's saying, and he's just going like, if I shaved, and then I grew up the beard, and I died in black. <laughs> I'm just 
kind of like you know because in his past lives tries to do like the secret same one if you kill him and then touch his body <laughs> apparently it'll disappear and become one with you maybe it's a theory actually um, if you kill him he'll just come back so it's a good way to find out if he is an undying warrior I'm going to prove something. <laughs> <laughs> no, you must pass my test. You could be the only one. So, um, Brandis says in aside and says, uh, <clears throat> all right, let the rest of my companions through. Do we all have to pass the test? Yeah. One by one, the same thing is requested. Because Ren's a little nervous about by each of you. We'll yeah, say uh, Ren goes later. Pinter, Pinter leaves a pile I mean, of Mind Flare parts out, including the tentacles he's going to make into delicious calamari. Thanks a lot, guys. Now I can't. <laughs> Who will help me eat the calamari? <laughs> um, Aurora goes next. Mm-hmm. The process is repeated Sweet. for Aurora. The wolves. Aurora's a little more freaked out by wolves. <laughs> so we didn't see the wolves then. Yeah, you could see them. But, okay. you know, it's just kind of outlines. As if you're looking okay. through, like, uh, like frosted glass. So it's not like a, 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 a curtain was drawn. We no, couldn't no, no. see what the test it's was. It's like frosted okay. glass. So you can you can kind of make out figures um, through it. So Aurora goes through, <laughs> and then they let her in. Then I'm thinking Hasten. Hasten moves okay. through. Frida, go. The wolves take a little longer with Hasten. As they uh, they snarl a bit more at him, and he just kind of looks down, smiles at one of the wolves yeah. and the other one, and then eventually, this takes about like twice as long as either Brandis or Aurora, but they let him through. Frida goes through. She uh, she is as she's standing there holding a book with one hand and like taking notes as the wolves come in and like are. She's ignoring them. Yeah, she's just <laughs> ignoring them. And then when That's they say so that she can come Frida. through. She doesn't walk forward at first, and they say, come through, and she just kind of doesn't even look up, keeps writing as she steps then forward. Then RA5. They need RA5. Get that, Um, RA5's the quickest. The wolves, like, don't even sniff at it at all. Okay. And Hugh? Has no soul. See? Hugh goes through. Mm-hmm. They kill Hugh. As easy as Aurora or Brandis. <laughs> Ren, 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 Ren. Ren, uh, or well, you two. You see, Pinter's parents used to make him and his brothers and sisters do this every time they went home to make sure there were no drugs on them. And uh, like Pinter's older sister got busted and was like torn apart by wolves for a week before they let her out. And... As yeah. Ren and <laughs> Pinter really are both nervous. a little bit, obviously a little bit nervous about going through this, Ren Hold looks at him. Stuff. <sighs> oh, champ. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Rain kind of cracks his neck a little bit and puts on his game face and his calm face. He's he's, he's worried about this because this appears to be some kind of a human settlement. And seeing as how there was We're like a here. devil, oh yeah, and he's got that whole thing going on, and he's yeah. not quite sure what's going to happen with this. So he takes a deep breath and please makes his way through <laughs> the first door. Ren new passes the test with no problem. As the wolves come, they sniff for a while. They let out a little bit, the slightest howl. It's the first time they've done that with any of them. Does Ren react at all when one of them howls? A little bit. He, like, jerks and looks to the side, fully expecting, like, a fully, like, a gaping maw right there in his face, ready to bite down, but Delicious. there's nothing. 
but it makes him jump. Uh, eventually, Maddox says to let him in. And when Ren walks through, Maddox says, Even your kind are welcome here. He says, Devil So Pins. long as you follow our rules. Pinterest. Enough for all of God's creatures. Pinter walks in. He's trying doing the whole thing. You're like, you're, you're like psyching yourself out. So he's like, oh, I don't have anything. I'm not a mind flare, right? Unless I am. My, I mean, what if I was a mind flare and I lost my memory? Yeah, what if I mind flare? Don't know. I have that on the mind flare, and then he's like, I kind of look confident. He's like totally just sweating. <laughs> <laughs> We're all like, oh my god, is he? A is he wearing player? all of his armor? Uh, he's in the he's out of it, but he has foresight carrying it. <laughs> he's like, hey, how, how you doing? Uh, just not another human here. Oh god, why did I say that? That's what a mind player would say. <laughs> Like I'm not even going, a human! If he were going through, like, that's, Border Patrol, his car would get taken that's apart. That's true, that's true. You know, they weren't talking about Ren being a devil. It was Ren being a gnome. Even your kind are welcome here. Gnomes <laughs> um, were the cause of the cataclysm. Did Pinter... Did Pinter manage to uh, to scrub all of his stuff of sort of aberrant and yeah. mind flare things? Did he forget anything? <laughs> let's roll a die. Roll We're gonna go. He's uh, getting pretty good intelligence and wisdom. I mean, does he have to go through this a couple times because he like sets off the thing? All right, check your roll pockets. an anxiety check. <laughs> 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 so Take off your shoes. Belt two. Do you get your belt buckles? Yeah, belt buckle. You get yeah, a belt this buckle. Is Come on, <laughs> this is knowing. Hey, oh, nice! He got it. Forsyth. He Pinter was not uh, knowing like his stuff was all covered, but Forsyth mm-hmm. they're like scrubbing it all and uh, got everything off. The wolves spend quite some time. <laughs> nice. On nice How you doing? Sniffing, smelling, dogs. howling a couple times, and at one point, one of them snaps what? at Pinter like quite violently towards him as the chain holds him back. But then, after some time, several long minutes, just standing there, Madoc says to allow him in. Dish is like covering him slowly. Like bacon on the pit stains like down in front of his shirt. Like, uh, you gotta hang out some nice dogs there. Ren's fascinated by these wolves. He's not gonna, what do the wolves do? He's not, like, he really wants to know what they were sniffing, how they were sniffing it. How they can tell, all this stuff, or if it's maybe some other power that's there, but the wolves are just kind of like the intimidation factor to really see to test or your metal distract you and see like how you react. He's fascinated by this, or but if it really is the wolves. Jellies. Maybe this is an illusion. When wolves the barrier raises, metaphor in your mind. Maddox addresses Pinter, and he says, "You possess the gift of psionics." He says, "Yep." Uh, and with that, a bunch of guards raise their <laughs> weapons, pointing them at uh He at says, Pinter. I am not a, a mind flayer. I'm a Kalashtar. He says, I am one of the last of my race. We all possess it. We are all one of the last of our race, he says. Yeah. And he says, he says I'm the last while of within the these walls, you will not use these abilities. Pinter's totally fine with that. <laughs> He says, uh, he says, you have to understand that, um, that while some of us may understand that not all of these abilities are evil, 
uh, almost everyone's only experience with such things is. Totally understand. He says, I will guard my abilities. So you're a leader here? One would assume. Finally, the barrier closes up after Pinter comes through. And he says, Well, with that out of the way, and he seems a lot more relaxed. He says, I am a loose medic. And a he loose reaches, medic? And like, he reaches out his a medic hand. medic that is not secured? Yeah. Um, Don't be such a loose medic. He just... Uh, like a loose cannon. He says, yes, I've heard them all. And uh, and reaches out a hand to shake each of yours. Uh, Brendis shakes expecting his hand. Expecting you to introduce yourself. Brendis has one of those subtle... Mm. Alpha male movements where they're just like not hurting each other, but kind of like. I'm not gonna let go. You better try to let go first. I am the, real. the bigger one. And then let's go. While they're doing all of this, Ren <laughs> decides to try to test the wall a little bit. Oh, great, oh, great. And not not big, but he pops just, the bubble. <laughs> <laughs> he kicks a rock. That's fairly hard to see what happens to the rock. Everything shatters. Steve McQueen. <laughs> he just picks up a rock and throws it at the wall. He kicks it. The Bradders. Everyone's head right explodes as all the oxygen rushes into the wall. Uh, the rock. Uh, the rock just explodes into oh, dust God. when it hits the wall. Yeesh. Do any of the guards or Maddox do anything? <laughs> yeah, Maddox says, "Please don't play with the barrier." Brent says, how, did, "How is this barrier actually staying up?" He says, in time, we can speak about such things. And he's like, he's trying to introduce himself to like, the people here. And you're like kicking things into their wall. Well, literally Aurora kicks them into their wall. Hopefully. Oh, what did Aurora say? It's like walking into someone's door you know, and like immediately like, inspecting their so front door lock. So the like, this here, is a really cool lock. lock. It's like, what the thing? Heck? All right. Now what you were saying? Um, Aurora is taking on a, a diplomatic approach here, and uh, is trying to get this guy to talk about himself. She says, you know, so you you seem to be the leader around here, at least judging by our reception. He says, I'm the mayor of the city. Mayor. mayor. He says, uh, <laughs> we call it mayor. mayor. He says, now that you have been admitted, you are citizens of the city as well. Oh. And you just call it the city. He says, that is, uh, that is what this place is, as he gestures. He says, the last bastion of humanity in this uh, terrible the, world. The last? Do you know be... of any other such establishments? I do not. <laughs> Some of our refugees that have come, uh, that have come over the centuries have, uh, have told stories of other settlements that they were a part of that eventually fell. What uh, races seek refuge here? He says... Almost exclusively human. We do house. Uh, we do house just a few. Uh, a few devils as well. Hmm. Ren asks how long the city has been standing, or here, <clears throat> whatever. Five if, years. if you have had refugees over the centuries, it's yesterday. <laughs> he says. Uh, he says our city. Uh, our city was founded 170 years ago. So he says, by the original Madoc and Theo. The original Madoc and her uh, and her husband Theo. And her husband. Her. her. <laughs> or it's like, tell me about this Theo. Was he a good man? Was he a good man? <laughs> Did, Did he have a good job? 
Ren is fascinated by this. He says, come, let us walk and talk. I'm sure yeah. you are hungry. Ren. I'm hungry for knowledge. Let us show you. Walking will not cure my hunger. Let me show you the city. And you see that there is a younger man that is, uh, has not spoken yet and has oh. uh, been walking aside, uh, um, Ellis Maddock. This is my son, Salty. He says, this is my son, Karis. Uh, Karis Maddock. He says, he will rule as mayor. <laughs> Charismatic. <laughs> um, oh boy! Did chat come up with that one? No, that is uh, you clowns. So, uh, or Charis? Charismatic. He says. It's like when you name I prefer Charis. He says your mother insisted. Charis says my mother has a terrible sense of humor. It's like when you name a kid divine. You know? it's charismatic. Yeah. Good. It's practically a stripper name. Hello. Ren says, Karis, pleased to meet you. Hey, do you guys have any kind of a library or temple or place of learning in this town? Because I am Famished. fascinated to see if I can glean a little bit more info about the origins of your town. And he uh, says it just about like that. <laughs> he says, the Deus, uh, um, the Deus Clerics maintain uh, maintain uh, our entire repository of knowledge. Hey, where's that? Deus? Deus? Like, as in deity? Or Deus? Or like a podium? Alright. Hang on, you're asking questions earlier than it was in my brain! He <laughs> uh, says, the, uh, the largest building, the great spire in the middle, he says, that is the... Um, that is where the uh, the clerics do their worship and studying. Ren looks at the rest of the group and Maddock and says, with your permission, Maddock, and you guys leave, I'm going to head there. No, you leave. No, you leave. Um, <laughs> um all right. Yeah, so totally. we can fill each other in. Not psychically. Um, uh, what goes on? Travis, the, the most we learn, the fastest will be best. True. Indeed. Um, Frida says, I'm going too. Yeah, but I will go RA5. He's, my he's a research assistant. assistant. He's my assistant now. You just met him. You just I'll met him. We've got history. I'll bet you Forsyth is super jealous of RA5. Oh, well, they're best friends. Now. I bet you that actually. Yeah, actually, Forsyth is ordering they're... the shit out of RA5. You have to listen to me. I actually really like that he's totally commanding RA5 around. Go get me a soda! <laughs> Give me some tea, RA4! He's got, like, yeah, he's got a and he just goes like this. And knocks it over and goes. I knocked over my tea again. Clean it up. Uh, and RA5 is jealous that Fortha so has some sentences. Ran looks to says, has a soul. Let's do it. And Maddox says, very well, you can skip the tour if you like. He says, we'll fill you in. Rand says, where will we be able to find you when we're finished? In the city. Well, if you had stayed for the tour, you would know where. Bye. Rand is not, hasn't <laughs> left yet. He's asking Maddox. And looks He's, at Hugh and says, thanks, smartass. He says, uh, the Maddox all live in the, uh, in the mayor's house near the center of town. He says, you can find me there during most hours of the day. Ren nods 
and turns around yes. and makes for the dais. Nice. Along with Frida. Along with Frida. And RA5. <laughs> no, just Frida. Alright. They're going on a date. Behave, you two. Such nerds. Let's go to the library. That's just what we say. We really hit a dark alley. Oh my god. Oh my god. Ren summons a demon. So I got. So, alright, Ren left. So Lincoln, shut up. Lincoln's gone. Lincoln's gone. Everyone's gone. Lincoln, go home. What, Lincoln? We're not going back to you today. I hate you. The library is a giant mind flare. Point at you. What? It's your turn. My turn. What, what, you what? No, I don't know what she was saying. What were you uh, saying before, uh, Lincoln? Uh, We're going on the tour. Oh, you go on the tour. tour. I love the tour. What's first? Tour, please. I like to know my surroundings. Why did I just get in so much trouble? <laughs> you didn't even really. do it. You're talking about doing bad things. You're always in trouble. Though. <laughs> so you're a bad man. You're a bad little no, gnome. Bad little gnome. Great. The city. First, he leads you straight to a massive, um... Great. Uh, uh, like, mess hall. You know, like a, a big, um... Cafeteria? A big cafeteria, an eatery. He says, Our citizens here all work together to keep, uh, to keep humanity alive. We have, uh, we have done this by following the teachings passed down from, uh, from the original Maddox 170 years ago. Hmm. He says, we all, uh, we all work, we all contribute. As long as you are here, you will be asked to contribute uh, in whatever ways you are capable so like of as well. It's a commune. It's a commune. Uh, I'm out of here. Pinterest, are you, are you yourself a, uh, a descendant of the original Maddox? He says, uh, he says, I am. He says, leadership has been passed down to me uh, generation by generation. He's your grandkids. He's got your eyes. Yes, are you guys I'm, seeing this in front of him? Honestly, Brandis... <laughs> the original Maddox was my great, great, great grandmother. Leadership must run in your blood. <laughs> he says that it does. Do you he find says, the people in your family are a little short? <laughs> Brandis runs <laughs> over to you and says, "Is there any way to confirm with guarantee our suspicion uh, of the bloodline?" Uh, <laughs> what a weird person to ask. <laughs> The most observant of all of us, who could be blinded by her emotions, and this weird Pashtari guy. <laughs> Hugh, can you recognize any family resemblances between the dwarf and the beard? Uh, he takes a How many generations? I mean, it's <laughs> trying to find Aurora's beard. Aurora or Clefin or what he knew of Seldy. Uh... Which is I mean, diluted like six generations. Yeah. There, I mean, there are resemblances. It is... It is Seven generations down the line from uh, from Aurora. He was able to give you a solid maybe. (laughs) Hugh tracked someone across skin, so I'm saying I'm curious if he can tell us. I'm trying to track alleles. Is that what's going on? You're tracking (laughs) genetics here. He takes out his white lab coat. I mean, the, all the, mortals look the same to Brandis, so there's, there's a, the big apart. blue eyes, um, you know. But it's not the only blue eyed people right. in the um, yeah in the world. Big blue eyes. I got 
interesting. Probably right. a better guess getting a lineage chart. Certainly. Do you have a lineage chart? <laughs> Well, it's going to go to something. Uh, that doesn't uh, really turns, help us, though. Turns, and, and he says, as he's like getting food for you all, as he comes back <laughs> with food, asking you to take a seat, oh, he says, you, you are very interested in the Matic line. Yes. It was a strong line, I sense. That handshake was no He puts the food handshake. down. He says, I will take you to the temple. Cool. He says, Wait. I would be happy to tell you all about it. He seems like happy, like... He's clearly proud of his lineage, but, like, this is just ridiculous how interested you guys are. Someone travels from another world to ask about so their wait, family. Are they ba- are they going to the same temple that we're in? That, that Ren and Frida are in? They're not going anywhere right now. They're eating. <clears throat> okay, but how's the food? He's what is it? He's referring to the yeah, temple that we're in. Where are we eating? You don't Mind know. Flare. Are you asking them that? They're not there. Ah. Hey, somebody ask that. Calamari. We're eating calamari. What kind of food is it? Not uh, it, is, potatoes. it is all food it's grown, green. Uh, mostly food and grown soil. grown from the ground. Uh, it's a lot of uh, vegetables and they such. Just like soft. Also, the ground it. is it rock, dirt, or is it meat? It is. Um, it is dirt and rock. Excellent. And to harvest it from under oh, the giant actually, fingernails. That, that was of an immediate world. difference. As soon, I, I should have mentioned that Dandy. as soon as you crossed in through the Dandy. barrier, Dandy. the ground was much more familiar. Soil, uh, and, plants. and there are plants around. Yeah, plants and flowers, trees, children. Impressive. Are there, there children, children laughing? Women. There were some children uh, running through. Running. Through they the laughed town. at us. Are there women? But you went straight to this place, so you have not seen no, much of it. There are children, but no women. All right. Where are the women? The food is okay. Uh, made Tell by those Matic. that have uh, clearly had to figure out cooking only in the last seven generations. Mine. Gotcha. Not a real rich tradition here. Yeah, and uh, you can tell that they clearly have access to only a limited um, supply of different sorts of spices. You know, they do their best to try to make it just mm, pepper. Interesting. <laughs> just pepper. Everything's so peppery. Everything's so peppery. Sorry, you don't like our food. <laughs> it's only all we have. All right, come on, come on, guys. So well, we eat um, delicious. Well, I mean, the family line is very good. Brandis is not totally... He's not subtle. I mean, he's not, like, giving this stuff away, but um, he's asking direct questions and says, do you know your grandmother's mother's name? I mean, your... Seldy's... Do you know who Seldy's mother was? Not much is known about the original Demon Slayer. Agir? Wait, that you talking about Seldy or... I mean, you're talking about... Oh, shit. Oh, shit. (laughs) (laughs) You're talking about Matic? He says, the original Matic? Yes, in the, the early days. The original Demon Slayer? Not the original Matic. <gasps> oh. He says, in the early days, not much records were kept. Makes he sense. Says, it is one reason that the, uh, that the clerics of Dace are so obsessed with recording everything to this day. He says, had they recorded more in the early days. Who's Dace? He says, perhaps we would be in a better position today. Or thinks it through, yeah. trying to recognize the... Aurora has never term. heard of uh, Dace in in, uh, uh, in her religious studies. Brenda says, um, "We will. A new God we, for a new world. We certainly. Uh, I'm curious to, to know more of the history of the Matic line, but a couple things have just been on my mind. Um, <clears throat> we know that you are uh, not friendly to the mind flares, uh, the tentacle face things. I don't know what you call them here." Um, how rampant are they as a threat? He says, they are ubiquitous. 
it means there isn't anywhere where they're not. I concur. He says, the stories told, passed down, uh, are that it was not always this way. A hundred years ago is when, uh, is when the mind beasts started to appear. Interesting. Hmm. He says, they quickly took over. He says, in the, uh, in the days of the original Maddox, he says, it was demons. Demons ruled the land. And she, um, and she was a bastion of hope for humanity, slaying the demons, saving the humans, and forming the city. 170 years Founding ago. Aurora's eyes get all big and, like, sparkly. Brandis, it's a little bit more somber for a moment. He says, how did she pass? was a good girl. She was a good girl. How did she die? He says, those are the sorts of records that, uh, unfortunately, we do not have to this day. I thought that last time we jumped here, it was like, it had been like 500 years since... It was 200 years since the cataclysm last time it came. Yes. So could we have jumped to an earlier time in the... Nope. No. Like like she said, it was six six months months later. After that. So 200 years and six months. months. I was doing doing age math in my head. Ah. But... It's good to know, 170 assuming, years from Seldy's assuming time, Seldy, which wasn't too long after the actual... The game. original Maddox died, like, older than 20, then yes, that would make sense. Never mind. Well, she I was, was, doing, she I was, was also 30s. assuming Seldy was a child, and it was not working. Oh, anyway. yeah. Yes. Seldy was, like, 18 when the cataclysm happened in this yeah. world. Okay. Jeez, from age to face the cataclysm. What better age? She, Prime. she yeah, did it, though. Like 80. <laughs> yeah. I'd be like, well, I had a good life. That's right. Very pretty. All the fire and burning. I'd rather be like six months old. Because everyone would take care of you. You're not going to do anything, right? Or you'd be abandoned, realizing that you were just another mouth to feed. So you're short, un. Mental note. Useless. <laughs> don't leave a child to Sam. Leave your child when we, when we die, don't leave my children to Sam. You're a little mouth to feed. All right, keep going, guys. Uh, he looks at the people in the area. Do they appear to be doing well? Are people that think they're starving? Um, are they well fed? Morals high. The people high. that come and go during this uh, during this long it's, meal. It's the mess hall. So I mean, if people yeah. are going to be happy, this is really going to be happy. They seem um, they seem well fed. Yeah. They seem uh, for the most part like that. This is a um, you know a fairly. Uh, it's a good life. They're not doing terribly. They're doing okay. Decent life. Right. Considering their circumstances, I suppose. You're getting a lot of looks. People come by. Especially the more time you've been in here, the more people seem to have been coming in to Ugh. eat at the same time. Royalty knows. And, uh, and there's a lot of looks and kind of whispers and... and yeah, I can see a okay. chatter. It's a thing. <laughs> yeah, you're like, you're like, I'm differently able. I'm differently able. <laughs> No, but here's this um, yeah, Aurora actually, uh, she makes eye contact with a few of them and gives them a, a like a friendly smile, as if to say, "Hello, we are not dangerous <laughs> he says, at all." Come, I will show you the temple now. He says, Fine. and then he kind of looks around. And he says, like, "You're going to have to get used to the attention." And he kind of looks to each of you. He says. 
people dressed as you are do not show up here very often. He says, you all seem like you've been fine. Trust uh, me, we've been anything but fine lately. Relatively. He says, most of the people that, uh, that arrive here are on the verge of death. He says, uh, unable to feed themselves outside of these walls, unable to, uh, un- unable to, to drink. We'll talk about our circumstances. He says, I will want to hear. I'm sure the priests of Dace will also want to know. Pinter sets up, who's eating a bunch of noodles. He's still hanging down through his mouth. He goes, <laughs> <laughs> And all his kids <laughs> run straight. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, oh, I didn't mean that, I didn't mean it. Why do they always serve noodles? You'd think they would be anti-noodle here. Like, really big, too... thick noodles, too. <laughs> <laughs> Solid. All right. Let's go to the temple. It's a different temple? Same temple? It's a different temple. Hmm. We're never going to hear from Ren. Uh, while you guys are eating, <clears throat> Ren, what are you up to? Ren goes to the giant building that they were instructed to go to and begins uh, looking around, asking people at work there, uh, having free to help him and stuff, looking for books and documents and whatnot detailing the uh, origins of this town, how it was created, its power source for this giant. The clerics are practically trip over themselves to to answer these questions. To, uh, I mean, the that's, children. You're trying to look it up or are you like inquiring among the scholars there? Uh, both. Both. Okay. I mean, if it's just as easy to ask them and they're just as knowledgeable, I mean, I assume... I mean, they come in and they are welcoming and they say, uh, they say, welcome to, uh, welcome to our temple. You know, what are you, what are you looking for? So Ren just starts asking them. My child. He says, this city was a gift from Dais, the god of sanctuary. Uh, huh. And Ren says, I've never heard of this Dace before. How, uh, did Dace make, is, is Dace a, a male or female god? Uh, Dace is, um, this is a male god. Did Dace make his first appearance with this town? It says, Dace sent an angel to appear before the original Madoc. Says uh, uh, that mother during <laughs> during the event, <laughs> Ren <just> running. <laughs> says during the event that uh, um, that threatened to end the world, Dace uh, Dace sent sent an angel and uh, and offered her a chance to live oh, God. as long as she devoted her life to rebuilding humanity. And creating a sanctuary for those afterwards. Do you remember this angel's name? <laughs> it says it was a servant of Dace. And she's, uh, they continue to explain was that uh, that she agreed, and the angel gave unto her a divine weapon, the dawn blade. And they kind of bow their heads to say so. They say uh, this holy relic is what allowed her to survive and uh, and rebuild. Uh, and rebuild humanity in the city. Say, since then, we have worked to spread Dace's teachings. Do you have any 
pictures of <laughs> Dace or this angel or oh, wings did the angel have? I mean, it's a legit question. The yeah. Dawn blade. That's not yeah. yeah, pictures, but just like and like do, carving. They, they uh, the clerics gesture to um, to the kind of the walls and pillars where many um, carvings and murals have been painted, and they say um, they say. The form of uh, uh, Dace takes many forms. Whatever form he needs to um, to speak to that who must he uh, they, to speak to whom he must. He says, "We are not one to question uh, such things as the appearance." And as for the Dawnblade, what became of it? Says. Uh, it is on display in the uh, in the Madoc Temple, Tickets. and then you sense the slightest bit of distaste when the guy says oh. this. Ren says, "I sense distaste." Yeah, Ren says, I "Sense a slightest bit of distaste." Do you? Does Can this I? not sit well with you? Uh, the guy is kind of taken aback, as if he did not mean to betray his feelings. He says, <laughs> "The Dawn Blade is a is a holy relic. Uh, we feel that." Uh, that the temple to Dace is the only proper resting place for it. Ren says, of course, and, and I mean no offense to my question. I am but a traveler seeking knowledge. He says, I am neutral. The Maddox have chosen to keep it in uh, the temple dedicated to their family lineage. Did the Maddox ever wield it? He says, um, only, uh, only the original Maddox. And was the was it given to the original Maddox by the angel? Itself? Yes, that's the story I just told you. I know, but <laughs> yes, <laughs> I know. But I was we trying just to want to know else with that. if okay, it was so Zuzu. Just tell us. <laughs> Come on. Ran. Ren <laughs> looks to Frida okay. and and uh, and says, "Is any of this sounding a bit eerie to you?" She kind of looks back and says, "No, like, sounds like regular mumbo jumbo." But angels and golden swords. She says, <coughs> "Sounds like the stories I've heard a thousand times, or like the story we just encountered." <laughs> With an angel and a golden sword. She looks and says, there have been a million golden swords throughout the history. And then she looks and she reaches through and pulls out a book. She says, it's a book that says famous golden swords. Yeah, I realize that. Smarty pants. <laughs> but she says, just kidding. Every... And you see the title changes. She said joke Ren actually kind of chuckles at that a little bit. Um, and and says perhaps we should peruse here a bit more but then make our way over to the Matic Temple to uh, see if we can glean any information off of there's an old one and there's a she says sure but I'm going to plant my butt in this place for quite a while and she like looks around to all the books and these books are all like um <clears throat> They look like new books, like yeah. almost like they're like journals that have been written in. As you open them up, you know they're just like handwritten, Scroll. handwritten in um, 
And it's like a history of the history of the city makes up a whole wall. Yeah, but are these books that look like they've only been around since the creation of the city? Or do yes. You... Okay. All of them. Ren says, yeah, that'll be great, but I'm ha- I have a feeling that you know, the city's only been around for about 150 years. I bet you we could, we could glean most of what's in these books pretty quickly. This isn't an ancient town by any means. She says, even I can't read that fast. Like, there's tons of books in here. Well, yeah, but... 200 years worth. You, you have 50 books describing the same brick. There are only so many <laughs> ways to call it a red brick. Uh, you hear a cleric speak up, clearly offended at Ren's uh, deep insult. Ren says, and Ren says at that, he says, "Now I, he, I don't he goes, mean offense." Uh, uh, he says, "I don't mean offense." Clearly, your town is is amazing and, 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 a, and a, a bastion of light and a, a a refuge to all those living that seek um, sanctuary. sanctuary from the evils on the outside of your wall. However, I'm just being real. I'm just being real. <laughs> like in my world, this is so much better. I come from we a come world from with less bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not used to so much of it here. I'm used to dealing with towns and tomes that span the ages. Yours goes back like three generations. That's going to stress me. I say seven generations. <laughs> Seven generations. I come Sorry. from people who live much longer. He says, you are welcome to use our library, but I will ask that you speak with more respect when in these walds. Ren. Ren nods and says, Burn the library. Ren nods and says, Smell so the cubicles. <laughs> I meant no disrespect. <laughs> Inside of, inside of Ren's brain is one of those scenes where he totally burns everything and then it cuts and then it back. back to reality. I think you're your sanctuary. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Back Let's to you see guys. If your walking holds smoke. Back to our group. Uh, uh, he's bringing group. us to the Matic Temple then? Yes. The new Matic Temple? Matic Temple is fairly humble. Um, As the original. It is a um, it is a large is a large building dedicated half to um, to kind of murals depicting stories of the Maddox family line, and on the other side, he explains is where the Maddox are buried. He says, as you see, there's like a, a mausoleum. Um, what would it be right? A mausoleum where uh, where all the sarcophagi are, and. Um, and he says, and this, and displayed on a pedestal, raised, uh, raised up quite high, there is a single blade that you immediately recognize as the Exodus knife. <laughs> he says, is the dawn blade, the blade that, um, that saved humanity. Exodus knife, is that the one you have? Uh, yeah. Best not yes. show them. Don't show them that it's just a bench guide. So an angel gave her the well. That's the story. Know this, any of that. So maybe we know. We asked him it to her for the story of the Dawn Blade. Does he tell us the same story? Um, or was it different? He says. Uh, he basically says the um, the same story. He says the clerics say that da 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 da. Um, but he always says the clerics say before every line. Um, and what do you believe? 
Oh. I lose. Um, he said, uh, he's taken aback and says, I would not question the wisdom of the, uh, of the clergy. But questioning the wisdom of others is often the greatest way to gain enlightenment. Surely you must have some opinions. He kind of looks around to see who else is here in this temple. This is the only city on earth. He was always watching. They might not question as much here. And finding it, uh, finding it empty except for you, he says, "There are those of us that uh, that believe that perhaps the original Maddox's survival was not so much divine, but due to her own skill and those around her." I'm telling. <laughs> so so instead of being yeah. blessed, she was just awesome. Uh oh, eye opener. Heretic. <laughs> um. Well, yeah. From what we from. Brandon thinks this is well from when we when we talked to when we talked to Malik. We weren't angels. And um and uh she had been thrust into the uh, Exodus knife world, but was she given the knife as well? Was yeah, it? she was given the knife. So as she well. had it from then. Interesting. She had okay. It. Well then uh, maybe uh, maybe we don't have to worry about Pazuzu at all. Maybe we're totally safe. What to worry about? Let's set up camp here without our days. Can we do can we do... I know that we don't really have rituals or anything like that here, but can we do the... We have habits. You know, can, can you we... Can ask can the we... Madoc, after this, explains that it is... Uh, he has city business to attend to, and that... Um, is Karis... Thanks for the two... Karis... Still hanging out with us? Uh, both he and Karis have to... Uh, have to leave, and he says, Please, explore our city. Speak with our people. He says... Okay. We are a welping, welcoming bunch. Once you pass the test, do okay. and he chuckles at this. Do you guys have? We're Seriously. welcoming, but don't ask us any more questions. He's at the cleric place. You though. Skip it, if it, 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 the Maddox are burning? Yeah, yeah, we found it. Oh, you found it? Yeah, yeah. Hold, hold. You can ask us. Yeah. Hey, did we find there it? There is. It's right there. <laughs> We're right in front of it. <laughs> We're standing there. It's right. That Ren was there. speculating in his there. mind about what's going on. <laughs> so you want to exhume and didn't hear that these corpses? I'm sure they won't mind. <laughs> Not necessarily. Exhume it. Just talk tonight. He left us in his home. Just spoil it a little bit. I want to exhume Selby's corpse. Hunter starts to enter the door. You proved it was her by comparing her teeth to you. Is her that? <laughs> You're not a real doctor! <laughs> That's how the Brandises do it. The medics have their own way of running things. The Brandises can. Dude, can look at your health by looking at your teeth. Once we're all back together, um, them out. we should find a healthy. room and discuss what our next action is. <laughs> yes. Well, Ren has just asked about the. Yeah, yeah. Oh, let's go into Did the you have a thought? What Liam? was your desire to just want to go look at it. What were you thinking? So help me, uh, this to maybe, raise an army. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> She's not even serious. <laughs> now that you've Where's the cemetery? Those kinds of thoughts Ren, in his head. <laughs> Where's the cemetery? I need soldiers. Yeah, Ren goes like this, like he's going to say something, and Aurora interrupts him, and he goes, "Huh? I'll do it later." <laughs> Um, he wanted to use it to inspect the Maddox lineage and 
perhaps do some kind of a, uh, if we can, attempt to maybe do some kind of a ritual on Seldy on her Easy. course. You know, this Easy. would probably be the first group of people we've been able to actually talk to who are remotely friendly, who seem to be able to do some kind of magic who they isn't trying have. to put us over a barrel. I mean, Black would certainly know how to use rituals. But um, he was kind of being a Not dick about exactly the whole thing. Not exactly our friend. D- no, we no heard... Frida, Frida had figured out how to use rituals here, but we had to kind of like tack a piece of the weave well, from our world with us or something. Yeah. Also, um... But they can seem to do it without it, so maybe... I mean, they have this huge magical shield that's got to be coming from somewhere. But you can talk to them, see if well, No, that's the thing, is the shield was the divine gift that yeah. we've heard. I, th- I, I thought, thought that was the knife. No, I thought, th- I thought they were saying that the city was... No, they said the dawn blade... Was given to so, oh, so that's not the, connected shield, to the shield. Yeah. I thought. What if we're just no one has asked or learned anything about the shield? I thought that was people the have asked. There's been no answer. What if we're just in a giant Exodus knife portal right now, kind of thing? Uh, um, it didn't work like that the last time I used it, but maybe they tweaked it. I don't dark know. world, baby. Well, apparently a giant badass angel gave it to them. Who knows what they're able? I'm to not do. a badass angel. Yeah. Yeah, we know what the knife came from. to say that you're the one that gave it to her. It really could have been anyways. I mean, I had it last, but who knows? It was we, you yeah, had it last, about ten years. You had it last that we know. Of. You also went batshit crazy and were in like we could we could find its corpse a hundred and fifty years later. It. A meat cave. Yeah, we, we no no we know where Seldy got. If this was back in, if this is the Exodus knife, and it is, we know that Seldy didn't get it from an angel, and we know according to Seldy herself that she was tossed in it with the knife. At the Cataclysm. Yeah. So we know there's... Wherever that story came from... taking some liberties with the mythology. Yeah, now. certainly. We know that. The angel might just be the religion that sprung up around mm. a totally awesome yeah. city founder. I mean... A name like, like Maddox, people happened. are going to follow you. You've had like people three religions gonna... start around you, haven't you? I just refused Random. to... Least one of them I believed. <laughs> I just refused <laughs> to... to brush aside and say that it just happened to be this coincidence that an angel gave her these things and is like their savior and there's like this new god Dace now or Dace um, it well, just sounds a little bit Dace yet. I know but I'm just saying it sounds a little bit too there's too much of a coincidence going on here to you, just think that it might be some lore that got sprung up around but then again the easiest the easy answers are oftentimes the right ones well, so. maybe maybe the lore is off. Maybe there's something to this Dace deity or religion or something. Maybe that's, I mean, could have their story tweaked a bit off, and maybe there's something that actually has some power. Well, then, it sounds like what we really want to do is find some answers on who or what is really mm-hmm. the power behind Dace, if there is any, where they're getting magic, because they do have magic yeah, wands. And yeah. uh, maybe we should uh, go have a moment of silence in front of Seldi's. Uh, Mostly. An actual moment of silence. Anyone in? Pour Anyone in? Liquor? I wouldn't be opposed to that. Right. Her tombstone is going to say, Seldy, she loved her fat, boisterous husband. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> she married her mother! I was switching, I was thinking of considering switching to Theo. That's the name. That was next on my list of common names of the era. So. Ha ha! Oh, no. Ha ha! <laughs> Yeah, we go into the mausoleum. Uh, you're funny. In and the mausoleum, die are, come back um, looking different. Pinto's never. No, it was me. <gasps> you 
uh, open a bottle with that shit. Mausoleum, everyone has to be quiet. Sell the, after the vegetable incident. And has never met Saldi, so he's just hanging out in the back. Uh, many, many of the, um, or the mausoleum is filled with like uh, maybe 25, uh, 25 graves, 25 sarcophagi. Whatever the appropriate number of generations in that time span. Well, no, not 25, children, is what I'm Okay. Not? Were they all named Matic? They Matic. all Is that the last name? The Matic? last name, Matic. Ah. Uh, so he Maddox, starts in the most and recent the and works his way ask. back. <laughs> there can't be that many. Yeah, tell us... 25. Tell us every name. Husbands, great. wives, children. Yeah. And to write That's down every name. Um, New Maddox. You see that uh, Maddox was married Maddox. to... Um, Theo Maddox. Gave birth to Hugh Maddox. <laughs> who married <laughs> Leah. Gave birth to Aurora Maddox. <laughs> married uh, Liar. Who, um, who gave birth to Mark Maddock? <laughs> Just makes sense. Take who married uh, Vendela? Gave birth to Shali Maddock. Who married Gakin and gave birth to Pelos Maddock? There are also many children among it, but those are the firstborns. Pinterest so. written down all these. Here, there's no. I notice there are no Damons, Pinters, or Rens. But she has to know me. In the in the firstborn category. So if we were to count the people who got the most love in terms of names being named after them. You got like twice as much. I got all of them. <laughs> so I There's guess. There's no Brandismatic. They all are Brandismatic. No, they're all Matic. And one Mark. Impressive. So those are the names. Um, do they she have. Named her son after you! That's nice. That's cool. Or just bl- blurts it out like. She's pointing at the hue. <laughs> Inscribed on one of the really, really old tombs. We shouldn't tell them our actual names because they won't believe us. <clears throat> Just throwing it out there. Doesn't matter. Apparently, I can tell them mine. It's true. Don't <laughs> be bitter. You know, I'm sure that Hugh's probably a pretty common name in this town. Don't even. That's true. Stop. Because the and f- Aurora. It's true. Maybe. Sorry, the they founders' might... names pretty common usually. Might be. Yeah. Go to Cana or Kenya. All the devil babies. Reginald. 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 Like he Rand- looks like a random me. Alright, so what's that? What are you guys doing now? We're at Tilty's Grave. Yeah. Um, is it empty? Brandis has a moment of silence. Opening it. Is it empty? This is why we're here, right? <laughs> what are you doing, Brandis? Alright. I guess I'm the Lord of Ghosts. If anyone's going to talk to her, it'd probably be you. If there's a ghost still here. Yeah. Ghosts are... Yeah. Um, he stands a moment in front of her grave, and... Um, puts her hand on the name. He remembers his initial, like, thoughts of this whole world when they first encountered this place. It's just sort of some, like, almost like a dream, or sort of like a not-real reality, and, like, cared for nothing and no one in this place. Like, he was like, I mean... He, he had no second thoughts at all about, like, killing the slave to get the divination and any of that kind of stuff. But seeing that, you know, he gave Sully that bag of holding was full of, like, supplies when we first met her, knowing that, I mean... It probably made the difference. Who knows? Uh, and he's glad that it looks like things worked out well for her in the end. So, he's happy. Brandis is happy. She got a proper burial. More than most of... Mankind and gnome, dwarf, and your kind. 
What's your language? <laughs> More than most people got. As uh, talking to Seldy uh, before, I don't think any of us really expected that she'd actually get buried in the ground, much less a mausoleum or yeah, a family that, that line. Yeah, that wasn't the end I envisioned either. So no, probably gutted by. Demons. I mean, things are pretty crappy here, but they're in better condition than when we hat. were here. So there's a little bit of hope. I'm glad you neglected to mention that particular scenario. <laughs> So Brendis is uh is happy that uh yeah things seem to work out. Brendis being somber <laughs> she did and so well quiet because no. of the respect that he has for Aurora, but really, Seldy didn't really give him the time of day. Aurora didn't let him. She didn't was let, ten. Aurora didn't let her go play in Ren's laboratory and stuff like that. Ren oh yeah, so irresponsible. Ren didn't have a whole lot of contact with her. I mean, he did by design, mind you. But unlike calling him Uncle Brandis and stuff, she never ran up and wanted to bounce on Uncle Ren's knee. Probably because she was bigger than he was. But <laughs> you would bounce on her knee. Yeah. But, she would uh, throw you up in the air. <laughs> <laughs> but rather than rather than feeling bad for the individual in the tomb, he's being more respectful of the Aurora in mother the in the room. Room tomb. Brandis, I like it. Is just impressed. Brandis actually voices and that was all silent on the way out. Brandis points out that uh, maybe Seldy. We slowly had some serious chops because even Hugh left in this world turned into, you know, just one step past what he is now. So he didn't really spend a, multiple lifetimes here, though. Yeah, but the stuff we saw didn't really. I guess my my thought is that Hugh, sorry, future Hugh, Hugh, Hugh. was exposed to, you know, horrors that well went beyond the. I was kind of disappointed. I thought I would have done better. I'm sorry. That's good to know, I guess. Would you have rather been dead? No, but, you know, better than insane. Maybe I would have gotten better, given enough time. (sighs) Yeah! Yeah, Yeah, that's it. As you were leaving the mausoleum, a man steps just in front of your way from around the corner and says, Paying your respects... In a manner of speaking. He steps out right in front of Brandis. In a manner of speaking. The answer is yes. (laughs) What are we hiding? She's playing coy. That's the most suspicious thing you could say in this situation. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. You come out of a bank. You make the deposit. In a manner of speaking. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) She's in the bathroom. The, uh, the guy actually laughs at what Aurora says as if she made a joke. Um, you see that this man is wearing robes, very similar to the clerics that uh, Ren had met earlier. But these are more um, these are fancier. The, a finer uh, a finer cloth has been woven into them. The worksmanship is better than anyone else you've seen uh, walking around. And he says, uh, he says, "Welcome to the city." And puts out his hand. Hearty handshake. Incoming! <laughs> <laughs> get us kicked out. He says, I am... I am... Who shakes his hand first? Sure. She said Hardy and shaking. <laughs> Does she say that? 
No! <laughs> okay. Well, that's, uh, that's what she thinks every time, so. though, when she's about to give someone a handshake. Hearty handshaking, coming. Hi. He says, Stick the landing, smile! I am the high cleric here. Oh, God. What is your name? Everybody shut the fuck up. He says, My name is uh, Dosavec, but you may call me the high cleric. The, the high cleric? The high cleric. Excuse me. Mr. Does everyone Mr. make fun Mike of this guy Eric. when he asks that we respect him? Are you guys him? all saying this? Please speak in character. No. You're getting uh, a lot of Ren, sa- Ren, okay, Ren says that. Say, uh, uh, excuse me, Mr. The High Cleric. How how does one become the High Cleric? He says, my family comes from a long line, or my, my family, says, being the High Cleric, has been a duty passed down in my family for generations. Uh, he says... Running this city and uh, and seeing its uh, and seeing after its people spiritually and uh, and culturally has been uh, the most important duty in the city since the original uh, since Dace appeared to the original Madoc so, two hundred years ago. So there has been a high cleric since that day. He says the uh, the priesthood was formally uh, was formally established. Uh, 150 years ago. Do you have records going back that far of the original uh, of your family lineage and the original uh, high cleric? We have pieced together. Uh, we have pieced together what we know with uh, a good amount of confidence going back to that point. The uh, says sadly in the early days survival required much resources and um, provided and little time for record keeping. Provided little time. He says. Precisely as he, he said, uh, and then he like smiles, says, "I like you." Uh, I like Ren how says, open they are about declaring their liking of Ren me. Ren says, "I would very much like to hear the tale and read the the stories of your ancestors." The lore, so to speak. The lore. He says, "We have many tomes available on the subject." He says, "You should come to. They're very uh, new. Spend and your time in our uh, in our temple. You were there earlier. I saw." Oh. You mouthed off to them. <laughs> you said they were shit. <laughs> you tried to burn them. No. He says, your other companion uh, is still there. She has been doing much studying. says, our doors are open. You should come. You should Pinter study. Asks. Ren says... I bet your ass first. <laughs> 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 uh, he, he says... How can you... He says, the Maddox trace their lineage back to the Original matter. Do you have a similar figure whom you traced your heritage back to? Are you from famous people too? Um, he says. No, he says my uh, my oldest ancestor that we have traced back to, obviously survived um, survived the end of the world. Says, but it was um, but he was just the most devout. And decided to form the clergy. Priesthood, the clergy, the. the which is a different word every same. time. It's all the exact same thing. Quorum. There aren't enough different cultures in this world for us yeah. to get confused. <laughs> Ren then kind of looks at the group and looks at the clergyman. The, looks at the, the high, high cleric, cleric. And says. <laughs> I think I'm going to go back and keep so. uh, researching with Frida. Learn you well. You guys have any objections? Pinter's gonna go with you. Not at all. 
Um, I'm gonna he... see about getting us a room. Yeah. Because currently we're just wandering around this place with no real That's spot true. to sleep when it comes yeah. time. And you have one. Here. We have one. Maddox pointed it out to you as Keep you were walking the out of house. Such a nice guy. Brandis wonders out loud if they all think that we are strangers with strange gear and unusual condition, healthy, hopeful. Uh, all and tea. all we want is to aspire to be historians. <laughs> <laughs> that seems to be all we've asked about. All we've, uh, we can we see your museum? Fascinated you by museum their libraries, the museums, it probably and does historical seem like documents. A, probably one of the more suspicious groups entering the town. Yeah. We don't go straight to the tavern. Do you have food? Do you have knowledge? <laughs> <laughs> I hunger. Well, I don't know. We're not, we're not exactly trying to be stealthy here. I mean, oh, we're not no, I hiding just, for anyone. It's um, funny. Our <laughs> intentions are pretty obvious for what they are. We're just trying to know what we know. Very open town. Which open the, the town. The one the, town. Yeah. Is very, very open, open so town. Um, the high city. I think. I mean. So what next? I think that it may be wise. I mean, I don't know how many resources we have to available to spend at this, but if we could figure out what the hell we're supposed to do with the damn shards. Before we next time meet with Pazuzu, That's that would true. be great. I wonder if they have any record. He laughed at us, saying, Ha ha ha, you don't even know what you're supposed to do with them. Hasten speaks up <clears throat> when, you, when you say this. Because uh, the high priest has left, right? He Watch out. And he says, uh, He says, There is nothing to do. He says, We have failed. He says, We were betrayed by a friend. He says, we were sent here, and that quest is over. You know, that's possible. <laughs> sure. I mean, you may, you may very well be right, and we're going to spend the rest of our lives, as long as they may be, uh, in this delightful new land, um, learning its ways and peoples. Um, but we haven't exhausted our options yet for getting back, and I still have hope. With this, Hasten turns around and just kind of leaves the place. Just leaves the temple. He'll, He'll be back. Did you guys go to your. Place? We didn't place? even know he was here. Uh, uh, he, he leaves and goes goes to the uh, the building you guys were um, given. Um, we did basically fail, though. He's right. I mean, as far as that's concerned, at this point, like we're kind of like maybe we can get back and save yeah. everything. Because at I the failed. moment, well. I'm not looking for Pinchy's going back to the library with this guy and Frida to figure out how they're going to get back. And he's going to try and look up any lore about the Shard of Pure Evil and the other shards. Do you know the shards? Brandis is going to go to his information center, the tavern, and is going to just hear some of the folklore and stories. Kind of, uh... Okay, I'm going to take this out a little bit, but the, uh... Uh... Men in Black thing where they go to the tablets kind of thing. Rance is going to listen to the the local lore and uh, and stories, and he's going to specifically keep an, eye, an ear out for anything or anyone that could be a force or influence of Pazuzu. So Rance is very curious what that asshole's end game is because we're here. He he wanted this all to happen, right? So. What's he? Enjoying? Maybe maybe this is, is post he around? That. Maybe he got his wish. And, and then what? And then a Ascended. rift got open, and mind flares came in and fucked up everything. Well, uh, or this is a. Gosh, I'm really hoping I didn't miss something again. But unless this is a, this this world, he doesn't give a shit about it, and he just 
wanted us out of the other one and didn't care where we ended up. Well, he was the one behind blowing it up in the first place and trading this shitstorm. Well, yeah, but it created two shitstorms. Right, but... So maybe he's just after this one. Maybe his interests are only in the other one? Yeah. No, but he's the one who made the shitstorm. Yeah, this was his his plan. He did it. His whole intention was to blow everything up. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Okay, so I blow everything up. So he's going to be rolling around in his, you know, newfound filth filth that he made. Because in this world, he was (laughs) successful. He was successful. The demons ran everything. That was his endgame, to my knowledge. He wanted the, you know, he wanted his world on our world. Except the mind players. And then mind flares came and, you know, and the circle of life did their continues. whole thing. Like the conquistadors. Yeah. Basically, this is like the second invasion. Okay, but in the library, do what are you researching? I'm researching the shards of pure evil or any mention of red shards. <clears throat> I'm looking at the indexes. Shard, Dewey Decimal System. There are many red, books. It'll take shard, comma, some time. Shard of... Uh, unless you have any reason to um, to leave the city in the short term, um, it you know you can be here for quite some days. Um, we have all the time in the world. Let's take a next episode. So to speak. Um, over the next few days, Brandis does what he does best: drink in the tavern. Commiserate. Pinter and Ren, I assume, spend much of their time studying, yeah. or what is... Go, go ahead yeah, and tell Ren, me what you're doing. Ren's trying to figure out um, the origins and get a better picture of how the head cleric position came to be, and who it was, and... You're suspicious of that guy. And what yeah. were <coughs> becoming the new head cleric? And how <laughs> they... Do they have elections, or do I how, just have how, to off... But let him they, talk so I can How hear. did they hook up with the original Matic... And uh, that kind of stuff. Who gave them their power, etc., etc. Okay. Maybe through this, he can find out some more info on Dace. Yeah, Hughes. I mean, curious about Dace because he's never heard of him before. So just gathering information. Um, he's not doing a lot of research. Just sort of getting the word around town. He's kind of like wandering around. Like he spent some time listening in the bar with Brandis and. Sitting around with the guys in the library, just sort of bouncing ideas off them and such. Yeah, Pinter's researching the shards and also any mention of Pazuzu. Alright. Aurora is, uh, she dusts off her sideline boots and she <laughs> starts. It's different boots, they're slightly quieter. Uh, and uh, makes her. Makes her presence pretty, pretty sticks to the uh, the rulership. Uh, her great 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 grandson. Earl's like wasting It's but keep her going. only family left oh. in the whole world. So she becomes. Really she is not allowed to bemoan cars. that when pretty much everyone else can be fairly confident that they have zero. She is. She doesn't need permission. <laughs> uh, so it may seem a little strange to Alus and Karis and whoever else, whatever else other Maddox are around, uh, that Aurora is just really interested in them and just kind of won't leave them alone. 
he means to say, this way, my friend, he hiccups after my and pronounces my more like ma. Ma. <laughs> and Aurora gets a little a tiny teary heart eye. Attack. This way, ma. <laughs> what? <laughs> you I know. I think that Tim's very quick, like, Karis, are you in school? Yeah. You need to. You need to get a job. You have a girlfriend. You need to eat more. Uh-huh. You're, You're too away. skinny. You no one would love you like this. <laughs> um. During the first night, sleeping. Dwarven mothering accent. All right. In the first night, sleeping. Yeah, we do that. Not sleeping. In the first night, when you gather, Solus appears. Hi, Solus. Out of the um. Out of the crown. It's a crown, not hat. And as she stands there in the middle of the room, and immediately when seeing Brandis, tosses a flowy, glowing cloak to him. Ready? Let's go. Let's dance. Do you throw him back? Brandis. No. Does the item still work in this world? Yeah. (laughs) No! (laughs) Um, Brandis tosses her a, uh, a cloak, and he sees it. It's a little dirty. Like the cloak she gave me, or the one I gave no, her? No, the cloak uh, that that comes out of the magic item. It's like, uh, it's just it, there's like a little bit of a patchwork on it, and there's a hole in one spot. Brandis doesn't mind this, and worn. might modify the magic item to do that from now on. As first lesson is modesty. Second one is deal with not getting what you want, girl. <laughs> so, um, she doesn't seem to want it. When Solus appears, she she looks around and she says, "This world." It is dying. Well, it's pretty far gone already, Maybe but yeah. Wait, dying what? like how dying? I know, I mean, terrible things are happening, but how does a world die exactly? Like it's sad. It says, this world is not ours. As she kind of just keeps looking around you focus and she on starts one thing staring at the sky. At a time. Staring that's, at the ceiling. That's true. This is the, what we've been calling it, the dark world. We got... Free to explain it. It is dark. Yeah, it is a dark world. She says it is growing darker, and she like looks around. There is that weird thing with the sky. Azusa's throwaway world. Mister, not Mister Solus. Mister Solus. He says, "How long do you think this world will live for?" She looks. Uh, she looks around. She says, "It is dying quickly." She says, "There are not many years left." How many years? What? Like, yeah, Speaking broad decades or, or centuries or. Is there a way to heal it? Twos. She says, "In the way you measure time," uh, she says, five years." Oh, jeez. Whoa. We should not. What do you mean by <laughs> yeah, let's that. Down here. Wait, let's get back to the topic so, again. In what way is it <laughs> She looks around and like the look on her face is unusual because it's like deep sadness as she's looking around. How and her how face just looks like she's end? sad. She says What ends it? What's the cause? There will be no more. There will be no more me. And she looks around, she says and she just shakes her head and she says, This is terrible. This is a terrible place. She says, Why are we here? Not intentionally. Pazuzu sent us here. We're here because Pazuzu sent us here. That's why. Well, the most recent reason. We have been jumping back and forth ever since... Uh, Don't confuse the Hugh explains... You, explains you, already ex- yeah, you, you already had explained, ex- you had explained the entire, all that stuff, yeah. yeah. 
And she had so kind of looked vague. She says, we need to leave this place. It will not survive. So the energy is being eaten up? It's being consumed? She says, yes. Yes. Do you know how or where? And she says, everywhere. It is seeping in from all sides. And she like looks around as if she sees it and like gets frightened. Is there a way to uh, Wait. to save this world? What's seeping in? She says, no, we must leave. We must leave. We, how can we leave? We have nowhere. Tethers to the real world have been severed. By Pazuzu. By Pazuzu. She says, That's, that which was done can be undone. Oh, thank you. That's okay. incredibly reassuring. Well, how? You're welcome how to do it. Thanks. <laughs> uh, she, uh, she's saying, all that is done that can be, un- can be undone. Yes, um, but... And you realize that she wasn't speaking about this specific event. She was just speaking in generalities. Guys! We need the crown and the throne. To take... We gotta go find it. Why do we need the throne? What what crown? Because we can do all kinds of crazy stuff when we've got the throne. Isn't there only a specific time that we can live? I think you can use it all the time. No. But at that one time... (laughs) No, for sure not. That was the whole basis of the last campaign. No. (laughs) That was like the entire point. (laughs) No. Otherwise, we'd have been fucked from day one when he got it. Ren did more research that Arath hadn't looked at. You can use it all the time, just at that one point, it was the most potent. In, in the Dark World, you can use the Dark Throne all the time. <laughs> the Dark Throne Hugh. Hugh. No, no, dark not, we might need the crown. Aurora uh, ignores Ren. Yeah, no. And his crazy talk. Yeah, you guys keep ignoring until it's the only thing we have left. Okay. God. Deal. Back, back me up. Why here. does he sound like Pazuzu? Um, but... Pinter talks to Frida, and he says, based on what Solus is saying, it seems like uh, we might have a chance to get back. Solus starts to wander away. Yeah, Solus also, don't we'll go too far. These people are weird. So how she would says, we go about... I, I need to explore. I need to see this place. Yeah, let it go. Not without a chaperone, Pinter. That's... And, like, she's getting ready to <laughs> well, why, leave why'd now. You, why'd you pick me? Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll do it. I'll do well, it. Pinter, Frida, Ren... Best of luck figuring out how to solve us from our predicament. I'm sure it's something magic related. I'll go uh, wander about with Solace. I'm going to go <laughs> see what this. Uh, what did you ask Frida? Like. I told her that uh, based on what Solace just said, it seems like we have a chance to get back. That's a big deal. Frida says she's an optimistic one. She says, but yes, it can be done. She's right. She's right. He says that. Thing, that demon that sent us here, does that he is not accessing any font of power that does not exist, that not cannot be tapped by others. She says, "I, I and like, I will figure it out." Easy, Frida. We know you will, Frida. Just breathe. Just give yourself the time you need. Don't rush yourself. Just no more than five years. Yes, no more than five years. When Pinter says, if we can, we must save everyone who's left here. Yes. Yes, if we can. And we're right on that. Yeah, Ren, well, if we Ren can... Kind of does, yeah, like, if oh, we can create yeah. a connection for ourselves to get back through our own power, then we should be able to create connections for everyone here. Even if it takes us four years and 364 days. An interesting idea. He says, I will not leave without saving everyone we can. We cannot abandon these people. They worked so hard to survive. We may attempt to save them, but we want to hop back to our place as soon as possible and prevent this fate from occurring in our world. It says, 
I am unwilling to Solus sacrifice is moving one world through the another. front door. Uh, anyway, you guys chat. I will uh, see you in a bit. He says, I must find out what is destroying this world. Just don't wander out of the bubble. And that's your crown bearer's rule. <laughs> Can you make her go back in the She says, I'm not a genie in a lamp. <laughs> as the if last I thing she the says. Crown, maybe you'll have to grant me a wish. <laughs> we you don't, don't know. know. <laughs> Uh, alright, so, so Hugh, Hugh and Mr. can go on a walk. Go, Hugh and Mr. go on a walk. Hugh, I like how cleverly Hugh totally poached that from Pinter, by the way. <laughs> oh, why'd you change it? Yeah, yeah, let's go. <laughs> I'll just, I'll have to go get Forsyth. That it is Mr. No, it's uh, like, I mean, you guys like, go talk because you could potentially come up with a solution. Like, Hugh's like, well, I heard a story once where, like, a guy killed a dragon. And... Mistra uh, is like, whatever, like, goddess of magic and everything like that, and Hugh is arguably the least magic guy in the group. Like... It might be a match made in heaven. This is some Starskin Hutchka shit going on. <laughs> Alright, so... Bonnie and Clyde. Over the next few days, Brandis meets a man named Valal. Ah. He's impossible to miss. Always oh, drunk. So Brandis arrives in the morning... The guy's already drunk. He lives in an aquarium. He says, I'm a wizard, you know. Brandis is fascinated <laughs> by this wizard. <laughs> and, uh, and, when he sa- and, and, and he says, I'll tell you all about everything I know if you get me a drink. And he gestures out and the, the big pitcher of beer he had just knocked over and falls to the ground. Because I just spilled that one. <laughs> And then he goes, whoopsie, and he puts out his hand, and you see the beer rise up into a big bubble of beer in the air and fall back into the uh, the pitcher clumsily and spilling quite a bit. I right, did he say his name was Blackwood? Go. Is this guy Blackwood? No, Valal. Valal. Okay. Valal Blackwood. I'm so, Blackwood. Um, Brandis is... Uh, and it's a chick, not a guy. Oh. Excellent. Reassuring. Uh, Brandis wasn't sure is at first, because she is wearing such... Um, Heavy robes, she's clothing. Heavy robes, and and her, she's wearing like a, a cap that obscures a lot of her face, and it's only when she like looks up to Brandis and says, "So how about that drink?" Holy shit, you're a girl. She says, and over the yeah, what does Brandis do? Um, Brandis is. Uh, not impressed that he trusts someone to be a wizard, and they were, but is. Uh, surprised by her lack of doodle, um, and so Brandis. Um, so Brandis says, "All right, ma'am, ma'am, um, right, bow, um, and goes off and gets a picture with um, his winning smile, because Which I don't know what or if they have currency. So yeah, devil horns." Demon horns ain't cutting it anymore. And we had to leave our tentacles outside, so. <laughs> Maybe that was their uh, way of grifting Brandis us. finds that there is no currency. <laughs> oh! Sweet! He I asked to get everything. a drink, and they gave, they gave him one. This is the best kind of economy. You are also, of course, required to now go. Just some bartending or something. <laughs> I had seen uh, what kind of work is backbreaking for these guys. And Brandis could probably do like a week's worth of manual the labor. Man here. Like exactly. Like just because I ate like protein in the last 
like <laughs> ten years, I can probably like outlabor these guys. I mean, we saw those like archers. Yeah, when was the last time you had fiber? <laughs> mm. Hey, there's um, dirt all over the place. That's a valuable resource. As Brandis here. gets Villel with a drink, Villel rambles for quite some time, and in the days that Brandis spends here trying to talk to different patrons, Villel every single day up. Co- comes back to Brandis' table, often driving people away. Um, rancid smell. And constantly <laughs> ranting about how the world is going to end. Ah, for once! So right. He says, You know, this world ain't got much time left. I'm thinking five years at the most. It's like a siege. And uh, all the other patients seem to pay no attention. He says, No, I'm serious. I'm serious. The This guy knows. The, the magic <laughs> that holds this whole place together. It's fading. It's fading. It's being replaced with, with what's outside. He says, we are not right for this world anymore. This is not our world. Brandis is not, has not stopped trusting this person. Um, certainly takes it with a bit of grain of salt, but is kind of like, okay, that's it's a pretty hard set number. So when he gets back, you guys are going to be impressed with the information that he has gathered about five years left. You'd be <laughs> shocked if you guys found that out somewhere else. Um, and, uh, and... Yeah, what did you say? Ask if there's a way to get some of that Brennan's, yeah, well, actually, Brennan's, Brennan's, yeah, Brennan's says... drinking a lot! Brennan's is like, yeah, world's ending. He takes away and says, well, what do we do about it? He says, ain't nothing to do. Here, here, brother. Just gotta enjoy our time. Okay. He says, gotta keep drinking that drink. He says... I get afraid when I'm sober. And then he just <laughs> <laughs> says, That went dark kind of fast. Says, you gotta always... chase away them fears! And pushes another mug over to Surly Mick. You know what rhymes with fear? Prophecy face. <laughs> and drinks another drink and says, <laughs> Makes. Commiserating Gotta keep them ghosts out of your head. He said, um, he says, these people, they know it's true. You hear them whispering in the dark. I'm the only one who wants, who's not afraid to say it. When I'm really drunk. Who knows, the medic guys or the priest guys? He says, they all know. They all know. No one wants to say it. Everyone's afraid of it. Oh, those priests and their spire. They're trying to fix it, but it's a good for nothing priest. Can't be done. Oh. And then, with a bang, he just passes out on the table. She. She just passes out on the table. Okay. (laughs) Branch was having a bro drink. Whether or not there was another bro there. (laughs) Bro drink. Bro drink. Solo. Bro drink's about spirit, not plumbing. Um, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, uh, he says that as someone passes out, and uh, Brandis, once again, because he's had some nutrition, uh, 
handles alcohol a lot better. These guys do not have any alcohol resistance because they're not actually getting <laughs> yeah, this, a well-rounded I mean, diet. This is it's all wheat beer essentially. They're exactly. able to grow wheat here and they and ferment it and uh, make this beer. ale. It's pretty a nice Belgian, wine. pretty plain and also quite watered down compared to what you're used to. It needs to be. You drinking on an empty stomach is really dangerous. These guys are starving, so. Not just makes, they're not starving, but they're certainly not that. They they're are subsisting. Drinking on a subsisting stomach. Also a bad idea. anything in his research about the or legends of red shards of pure evil and how they can be used to stop said Zuzu? Yeah, there's a Not a single thing. Pinter finds that all these records are are since the cataclysm since mm-hmm. the foundation of the city and that uh, they have done a good job documenting everything. Uh, they have documented every mind flare that has come to uh, that has come to the city and has been killed by the barrier what? and the, the process of them uh, having to draw straws for who has to carry the body out to the mass grave that you guys had seen. And um, and there's documentations about that. There are many teachings of um, of Dace, and you see that there are uh, over the years more and more teachings have been written. The, the 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 religious scripts from the high priests who receive visions from Dace and write it down. And it's mostly you know simple stuff. It's it's about living and surviving. Traditional and god stuff. And it's it really is just kind of plain, actually fairly uninspired. Um, Teachings, pretty simple. Like, here's what you do to basic lore, not basic die yeah, in a is city. Knowledge of um, arcana and religion. It could be that. Uh, are these it. priests actually channeling divine power from Dave's, or is it just from their belief? Pinter does not uh, detect divine uh, power being used by them. Uh, these priests can all uh, wield some bit of arcane magic. Uh, some, some quite a bit. Some are quite skilled. In, uh, not common. With what language are we talking in, right, right here? Abyss. Infernal. Yeah, we talking in infernal. Infernal. <laughs> 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 Giant is just loud common. Infer- loud. Infernal loud. is <laughs> evil talk. <laughs> Actually, we just said that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Wait, were you about? laughing? Or uh, but yeah, you, you point out that they seem to be drawing no actual divine magic from Dave's. I imagine, like that angel, this may just be a story. Based based on the lore that you seem to be digging up and, and the teachings of Dace, I'm starting to wonder if Dace is even a a god at all. These aren't the typical. Uh, Storios? Teachings and stuff like that that, that, that gods give. Um, just how to survive and how to grow wheat and how to do all that kind of stuff seems not godlike to me. I, yeah, I first thought that perhaps a god had been born out of their, their need for protection. But it appears that not even that happened. Well, perhaps there was somebody that was... Uh, that knew how to survive and needed to get everybody else to survive as well and creating a false god to assist in that process. Perhaps someone undying? Hmm? 
I don't get it. No, they're just talking to each other. We're just talking. <laughs> we're just throwing. We're just throwing out ideas. We're just we're brainstorming. They have a theory. It could be Brandis. Um, it's impossible. <laughs> I'm Brandis. <laughs> I keep going. Uh, yeah. By the way, I found out some stuff about the High Cleric. Was that? What did I find out about the High Cleric? Did you find out anything about the High Cleric? We haven't done any of that. the High Cleric. Um, I was about to tell him what I found out. Was it not? Ren you spent some days with the High Cleric, out. right? That's what you're doing? You're trying to... Um, learn about them. Trying to yeah. learn about them? You're trying to mingle with them? Well, learn, what's the deal? Learn about them, the their teachings, uh, how they became the High Cleric, the first one, um, ah, yes. the meetings with Dace... As far as you can tell, the records uh, the records say that um, the original Madoc had had, um, had told the story of this angel coming uh, coming to her and uh, and presenting this offer, and that that is why she founded the city, and hmm. and so one of this guy's the high priest's uh, ancestors. Uh, had had got, received a vision that it was Dace, the god of sanctuary, that had done this and founded a whole religion based on that. Hmm. And the high priests are the uh, the only ones that receive visions from Dace. He mm. also is able to um, to quickly find that that like many places in the world, that the power in the city seems to be divided between the descendants of Madoc, as well as the priests here in the uh, in the clergy, and that there have definitely been disagreements. You also find that in most of the time, the clerics are not here at all, and uh, and are off in the upper chambers of the um, of the tower, where the um, where the shield. They, they are the ones that maintain the shield of the city. Oh. And what That's are they up. doing up there to maintain the shield? Does he go up there to find out? Yeah, let's go will talk I, with the high they, priest together. Will they let me go up there? I spend a couple days, like, just well, schmoozing. And, I can also help you out. And using my incredibly high diplomacy to get in good with them. Words. Um, I'm not going to tell you what I said, because I'll probably F it up. But and insult them and yeah. their religion. But he worked it. <laughs> They uh, they do not let him into the chamber where the um, where the shield where the shield generator lies. Now they are happy to talk to him about it. Pinter and is how? really curious about this. So when he finds out from Ren that they can't get in, he says, uh-huh. "This world only has five years. We gotta see what's up there." Because we want one of those for the next Thunderstrike. Stand on my shoulders. Like I'm not kidding. I want one of those for Thunderstrike. Um, Ren, well, first of all, what do they tell Ren it is? How are they doing it? I mean, yeah, they don't let me in, but they'll tell me all about it. The shield is a great artifact, a gift from the god of sanctuary. Hail days. Uh, to the first high priest who, uh, who set it up in the city, where, uh, where it was Madoc... The original Madoc who, who formed this place and had the vision and had the teachings of how to survive and what to do, it was the high priest that created the shield using the, uh, the gift from Dace. 
unfortunately, that was the day when they did not keep records. And um, and the secrets of how it was created and exactly how it came to be have been lost. Hmm. Guess we need to write We've everything down. We've got some hell of amazing okay. scholars. We could probably figure out how it works. Make you a few more. Yeah. Span your cities. Make a few sister cities. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Pinter says, yes, uh, I myself have studied many things. He brings out one of his little contraptions. It's a little Bruce. jar that runs around. And he says, see, it looks like you. Uh, and the, the clerics are happy to sit down with Pinter and go oh. through books of studying the uh, studying the great. the artifact and how it works and, and mm. what the deal is. And Pinter is able to catch on to um, some important bits that are in here. The, the cleric never says it overtly, but in these calculations, and, and Ren is, I assume, is taking part in some of this as well, um, in these calculations and uh, different um, studying it, he sees that there is definitely an indication that the power of the shield has been decreasing. Uh-huh. Oh. <laughs> we want to. Ren, do you want to see what's up there? Well, as the group knows, when there is a powerful artifact and Ren is denied, or that doesn't when he's not. people disappear. That doesn't sit well with him. I I can have super stuff. Um. Ren goes invisible. Oh, <laughs> he, he just does that sometimes. No, he doesn't do it just right off the bat. He feels invisible all the time. Well, Pinter, Pinter wants to work with That's me That's what I thought here. he was doing this whole time. So let's, let's discuss this in Infernal, and I'll, I can distract them while you go up there. Um, okay. I don't so need your distraction. Here's what we'll do. I'll hold a seminar on... When are you doing this? Are you doing stronger. this uh, in, in the very beginning? In like the first days, no. Like really this impatient. is like Are you planning this after all. Ren long time? wanted to do this kind of towards the end after he had gleaned Shoes. all the info that he yeah. could. Cool. Then let's come back to you. Okay. Uh, I was just doing just the the first couple days. Aurora, she will go with Hugh. What are you spending your time doing? Walking around with Solace. Solace <laughs> has a hunger for this, uh, for looking around at everything. Walking around every square inch of the city feels like you guys walk. The entire day you're walking. You get blisters. And uh, she is just looking at everything. Most of the time, her uh, her disposition is... is Melancholy? Melancholy. As she looks around and she as she's kind of just like... As she did originally in, in Skyclave, um, she looks at a brick and stares at it for a while. And then... She starts sobbing and then looks around. She gets very, very close to the barrier as she is looking at it. And Easy girl. You find that many, many, many heads are turned as you walk around with this big glowing magic chick. This lion guy and the magic chick. Point uh, After just the first day, who's leading who? It's very tiring, and. Uh, and I mean, do you tell her that you need to sleep, or are you just gonna st- stick with her? Or? Uh, Hugh is hoping for some kind of a breakthrough, because, like, you know, <laughs> apparently she's got a magic mistra. We have to figure out some sort of way to get back home. Uh, maybe, maybe she knows something. So he just kind of talks to her, spits out random speculative ideas he has, which are based on almost nothing. And possibly um, ignored. Then during this time, she uh, she explains more and more, and she says, she says, 
The magic here, the magic, that which was me, the other me, it is dying. It is being destroyed, being taken over. That which was the other you. Like, do you mean the you in this world, or do you mean like the part of you that wasn't in like the crystal? I know part of you died, <laughs> sorry. Um, there, there were a lot of things that happened to you. But part of you so. died, we think, as Mistra. She says, I am magic. Right. And magic stayed, so... Hmm. She says, magic will not be here. It will not be here for long. What's eating it? You said, like, the other, the outside? Like, or it's something different? She says, yes, the outside. And she, like, looks at the barrier. the far realms. Is that, like, what's in the sky that, like, is unpleasant to look at when you she look says, up? Yes, the sky, the ground, the walls, the creatures, everything. They are not from here. Says, we saw a portal that led to, like, the, the far realm, like, where yes. the mind flayers came from. There are many portals, many portals. They have let uh, they have let the greatest evil into this world, the evil of outside. Jeez. Immigrants. <laughs> Here. Illegal Steal immigrants. <laughs> and uh, they're here to take our jobs. Come on. So. Oh, come on. Oh gosh. Um. Is there anything to do to stop this world from ending, or do we just need to get away before it ends? She says we need to get away. Get out of here. Get out of here. We don't belong. She says, get to the other side. Stop this. Hmm. This is the first time she's actually expressed interest in uh, your you guy's original quest. Which, you know, she's never... Wait, she wants us to stop it or get ...really back? responded. Yeah. We, we, we were kind of stumped as far as what we were supposed to do with the red crystal shard things. Yeah, help it. She says, they're a source of power. Yeah, we really don't know how to use them. Like, Pazuzu kind of laughed at us because he said we didn't know what to do with him. It was a little hurt. embarrassing. We lost space in front of our enemy. We're still trying to figure it out, but, you know. Kind of ideas. And then she just kind of stops responding for a while, continuing to look around, as is her way. She talks yeah. and then just stops talking. Yeah. And, um... You can be patient. Throughout the entire night, she continues the man who wanting age. to look around. Does he ever break her side? Uh, not for the first day. All right. And what about on the second day? On the second day, he says, I'm only human and need to rest. Unless something's weird and he doesn't need to rest. But as far as he knows, he needs to rest. She says, yes, yes, you rest, rest. I will return. I will return with you. What? She says, we have to hurry. There is not much time left here. But one day... Is a small amount of time. Whoa. <laughs> and That's returns deep. with you to the room to sleep, to rest. Enter, walking around doing research, sees Hugh and Solace go into the room. He goes, <laughs> Just one day. One day is not a lot of time. When Hugh awakens, Solace is gone. <sighs> she is not there standing in the room. Wow. Like she was. That. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm not sure what to tell you. Hugh feels used. <laughs> <laughs> now you know. Feel. She got you back for all those minutes. And Aurora. That's cool. 
Oh, yes. I don't care. <laughs> Aurora's sidling up with the Maddox. Yeah. What's she she's trying the, to find? She's at the Maddox table. What's she um, trying to accomplish? Well, she was hoping to weed a little more information about the shield out of them. Since they seemed reticent to discuss it. But they had said, we'll talk about it later, so I'm... This Aurora is finds out so that the... Um, that the shield is a unbelievably powerful arcane uh, arcane creation of the uh, that the church says that they created. There's a little bit. She gets close enough to them, know that there's a little bit of disagreement about who actually was responsible for originally creating it. The Maddox say that it was uh, the original Maddox herself that um, that created it. And or that or that somehow made it happen, and not this uh, and not a not this high priest. And uh, and she does find with enough kind of being around them as they're discussing official business, there is a lot of chatter about um, a lot of little bit of chatter, a lot of little, a lot of little bit of chatter about the uh, about time running out. She presses them on the subject. And uh, and with, I would say great effort, but for Aurora, blink blink, and uh, and she yells diplomacy at them, and then sometimes she says the word in order to subconsciously make them more receptive <laughs> to oh, diplomacy. Would you like some more diplomacy, mashed potatoes? Well, let me help you tie your diplomacy shoes. Man, I got great diplomacy and, uh, last night. Eventually, they uh, she kind of figures out by reading between the lines and some things they explicitly tell her that the um, they explicitly say read between the lines that the weave that the weave that all magic draws from they know uh. that it is fading it is dying and uh, it is That's like bad. a kind of a touchy subject people choose not to talk about it in the in the city at all it's a uh, people have a fairly decent it. life here and the the smartest people are trying to handle it and everyone else wants to uh, not have to worry about it and that uh, the Maddox being of the most powerful people in the city are having to worry about it and um, do they have any plans any any things in the works they have um, they have wizards that are doing oh, their best well. to uh, research the weave but there have been no no breakthroughs Um. What? What do you guys? What's up? A couple of days have passed. Well, I can do it whenever Grant wants to. A couple of days have passed. Oh, no, right? What? They want to break the lines. I don't know if he's at that point. No, they're not ready for that yet. Not ready yet. <laughs> <laughs> you can't do something without my knowledge. <laughs> um, like while you were talking, we did this. Let <laughs> 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 me tell you, it's children. <laughs> So that's what uh, Aurora discovers. Is there anything else she's trying to figure out specifically? No, not, right. spe- not specifically. So Hugh, after that first day, finds that um, Solus was not there when he wakes up. I uh, go looking crown? for her. Well, he goes. Or he finds, looks for Aurora first, and hello. See if she's in the crown. Pretty easy to find Aurora. Solus is not in the crown. It's you begins usual. wandering around the city. Wait, you lost her? Uh, 
I don't know if he can really lose her, but I'm currently That's unaware of where she is. very diplomatic of you. And have lost her. So Hugh is going to look around the city for her. Yeah. So and, I'm, and I'm going to help. Maybe she'll be drawn to the crown. Like a genie. Like a genie in a freaking lamp. Like the thing she said she wasn't. Yeah. Because she's just in denial. <laughs> All right. She doesn't know. Ren, Pinter, what are you guys doing? She's a genie. We're all very curious. Right. We've taken over the town. Uh, Pinter's a mayor. <laughs> well, yeah, just one Ren night. Ren is the high priest. Just one one evening, Ren and I... Er, Ren and I. Whoa! <laughs> oh my god. Lincoln's there. Yeah. <laughs> Let's do this. <laughs> Double the trouble. So immersed. Uh... Ren and Pinter had kind of hashed this plan out. So one night, after a few days of, of really getting in buddy-buddy with the clerics, uh, we had brought up the, the, the idea of potentially um, creating additional power sources for them to then um, make other cities or weapons against the, uh, against the mind flayers and whatnot. And so Ren calls with the high cleric calls a great meeting of the clerics of the city. Um, it's the city cleric. Form. And requests that... When Ren uh, calls this meeting, he finds that the high cleric uh, is not available. Really? Yes. Are all the other clerics available? Um, I mean, he doesn't know exactly how many there are, but many come. Ren calls a great meeting for he wishes to discuss and 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 butters up the, the clerics, saying that there it is through their power and through Dace that, um, that will we will be able to accomplish these great things, and uh, and and asks them to gather at the uh, at the the base, like the, the ground floor level of the temple, so that we can discuss and brainstorm and come up for I, for Ren has ideas on how to harness this power and, and, and damn it they should listen to him and, and uh, I'll be somewhere besides where the room is <laughs> Pinter in the meantime wants we'll to get a gander like up in the tower at the 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 power room are there windows on the outside or just we're no, on the inside Ren's thought about that's that fine. but it's like where else are we going to go so yeah. hey let's go meet at the Matic compound yeah no that's fine Pinter is going to uh, cast Chameleon's Mask and Suggestion. Uh, these are going to be used as his devices for... So actually he takes just kind of the... Um, just, uh, just kind of the collar of his armor off and puts it on and adjusts some vapors on it. And it casts kind of a... Uh, uh, kind of a, almost a smoke screen around him. So that when people look at him, they they actually just see what's behind, kind of reflects what's behind him. Oh, some uses arcane for stealth, and then the suggestion again is the arcane words he uses mm-hmm. uh, to hide diplomacy in case he gets caught. And he's gonna sneak into this tower and try and take a peek at the source of the shield. Please don't take it though. He's able to get. All the way up to the door, massive barred door that is um, that is there. He's able to sneak past a couple uh, clerics walking up and down, but mostly everyone has gone downstairs to this big meeting. Big uh, I mean, what? 
Um, what does Pinter do at this big door? All right, there. And Pinter can hear a uh, all the noise coming from inside. What does he hear? He hears uh, noise as if like a storm. Not thunder, but more like wind, almost as if like a great arcane storm. He is patient. He's going to wait and see if anyone opens the door coming in or out. No one opens the door coming in or out for quite some time, as long as he waits. Um, He does hear talking coming from inside, shouting, as there has to be shouting to even speak over, clear this loud thing. You hear the voice of the... uh, of the Grand Cleric saying, It is working! Turn it is air, working! Turn the air conditioner up. It's working, it's working. Okay, uh, Pinter takes out a Hag's doorknob. A Hag's <laughs> doorknob, <laughs> alright. how? How exactly does he use it in this situation? Oh, man. You said buy potions. <laughs> a Hag's doorknob. Place on an adjacent wall. Passageway one square by two square. Last until end of encounter. Now, so I, I don't really worry. care about the nitty gritty mechanics. So it creates a door in a wall. In a, in a wall. wall. It's also okay. a sex move. <laughs> now the only worry um, is that he can do this. Eyes. The arcane storm <laughs> is gonna burst out. So knowing his vast knowledge of arcana, if he opens an arcane door, does it Backdraft. seem like? Does it seem like it's just gonna destroy this thing and send all the power flying out? Especially yes. looking at the door in front of him. No, it does not seem like there's any turbulence like hitting the door. It seems like whatever this is is quite possibly contained. Uh, you hear again as one of the clerics shouts, "By the dawn!" He says, "Dace has brought this gift to us." Which is actually a glass jar in the shape of an ornate doorknob that has a ghost inside it. This is a ghost of a guard. Who guarded a, a sacred door? Pretty bad guard. He sticks it to the the wall and turns it, and the vapors escape. I'm saying there's a guard there, and behind him is a ghostly door. This is a door that's very ornate, carved with religious symbols, and this was a, a guard to an ancient temple. And uh, in the meantime, he's cast uh, basically this illusion of the croaker. And the guard bows to him and says, My lord of ghosts. And he says, Give me passage through the door. And the guard opens it and actually opens a ghostly passage through the wall, allowing Pinter to walk in to the power source. And then he opens his eyes as wide as they go. It's dark world, Pinter. <laughs> Pretty damn wide. Pinter sees a circle of clerics. The uh, the grand cleric, along with four of the most uh, senior clerics, are here in a circle, all raising their hands, and you see a swirl of what seems like pure arcane energy concentrated so like, extremely strong, more than he's ever seen here in this world. And uh, they don't even notice him as they are looking into this, and you see like bits of arcane energy trying to escape as the priests um, like, uh, you know, like wave their hands to adjust to stop it from coming out. It seems like they're trying to contain this thing down. There's some sort of um, artifact in the middle here as you see 
like the uh, the massive golden glow of the shield is shooting out above. It's clearly what is the, the creating the shield. It, it comes out above and probably goes out over the whole city. Can you see what that artifact is? Uh, I mean, it is like a uh, a big um, uh, golden sphere. But what he notices as this arcane uh, as this arcane torrent moves around, he hears a scream. Like a woman's scream as they keep like holding, uh, holding it in and closing it. As then he sees, as some of it tries to escape, he sees the face that he has come to recognize as Solus. Oh. He as runs they then like stop okay. and forward and cast the spell. He's going into this room. Yeah. Okay, roll initiative. God, just alone. Time to break that psionic rule. I uh, got 25. Yeah, he's getting intimidating. This guy's letting her go. Alright. 25? Yeah. Where's that die? Where's that? You have to use evil. Evil die. <laughs> Alright, Pinter can go first. Uh, he cast the free action spell Spook. And he's still got that uh, suggestion cast spell on where he needs to switch. But he's basically now as a skill, trying to get them to stop uh, for fourth edition skills. Would that be more diplomacy or intimidating? Uh, it depends on the way you're trying to accomplish it. Okay, I'm trying to get a guy to surrender, like scare him into surrendering. That's definitely uh, intimidate, but you could. Um, you could and argue then, and then we have to leave the town diplomacy and yeah. such a way. <laughs> He's gonna try and use diplomacy. He's still casting that spell, because just in case he has to, he wants it. But summoning all the power into his voice, magical power actually, summoning the basically the voices of his father and other diplomatic ghosts. Um, <laughs> other ghosts who were diplomats and, uh, and politicians and orators in their time. Just as you know, players. Guess his voice, extra gusto. And, uh, mucho gusto. Okay. Uh, and at first he's being very brusque. And he says, You fools! But then, uh, seeing that he doesn't want to piss these guys off, he says, uh, This is not a sustainable way to get power. He says, You're burning her out. But if you do this, um, your your city is doomed, and the last bastion of hope for uh, all mortal creatures will be snuffed out like a candle flame. He says, "Let her go, uh, and I can show you a way to save your world." This is diplomacy check. Can I roll it? Uh, yes, roll. It. Oh, oh, sage die, sage die, sage die, sage die. Sage is now. There we go. Okay, this is Sage Guy. It's an 18. Yeah. Got an 18 in the pocket. I'll take the 18. Oh. Uh, so that's 55. <laughs> now you hear it just says operatic singing. They're moved to chairs. But yeah, basically, he's telling them. 
let her go, and I can show you how to do this in a safe and sustainable way. Um, the cleric's barely able to give him attention, as all their attention is um, is being used Focus. to like contain her and like try to squeeze her into this. It seems like this process has been going on for quite some time. Like they're they're yeah. tired as they are continuing to do this. The grand priest says, "How did you get in here?" And and then hearing what Pinter has to say, he says, "This is the way." This is the way Dace has has given us. He brought you to us. He brought us a god. Dace, more like Bazoozus. Well, I got 55 of my diplomacy. So he, again, says, uh, this is a god, but not one to be used as, uh, as one would use a slaughtered pig. He says, the only two other gods are, uh, are, um, too dangerous to get. He says, this one was brought to us. It was a gift. And you can tell with the way that that they are speaking, that they are speaking not like priests. These guys are speaking like fanatics. He says, she is not a gift. She is a guest of your city. He says, you do not need the power of God. You have the power of the mind. And, uh... Oh, man. Should he break the rule? That could be pretty good. Yeah. You will psychically intimidate them. Inner battle over. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, do they need to have a turn, by the way? Or? Oh, snap. Uh, no, they are, they are doing this thing. Okay. There's Sage time. Nice. Arcane intimidation. Psychically, he sends out uh, a message on summoning uh, just the most intimidating, frightful voice. He is now trying intimidation, and he is saying, uh, "Let eat your her go, or this city crumbles." And it is in a voice that leaves no doubt to its intentions. Uh, yeah, I'll use my sage tag. <laughs> Let's see. That is uh, fifty-three. You made the DM drop with a pencil. Bam! Right in the intimidate. I can always drink a potion of gaseous form and get out of here. With this, uh, two of the clerics falter and uh, and step back clearly as this uh, as this threat has entered his mind. He like looks to the high priest in panic. And then looks back to uh, looks back to Pinter, and he says, he says, perhaps, perhaps he is right. And you see the high priest wave his arm as you see he seems to be able to wield some of this arcane energy, like a great, uh, a great silver whip uh, slashes the guy across the chest, and he falls to the ground. The other one takes off running down the stairs. Uh, and Pinter shouts, "Get Maddock and all the reinforcements you can!" Like, I'm gonna go get cleric reinforcements to kill you. <laughs> now, uh, roll initiative for the fight. Oh, oh god. Wait, I get to watch the view on you battle. Oh, yeah. uh, 19. Alright, I'm ready. I'm watching now. Don't worry. <laughs> I'm 
getting out of here. Not and this is stand. how we got kicked out of the city. This is how we saved the city. Uh, let's give me some more room here. It's an airplane or a large frog. Or an owl. It's an owl. Oh, it's a large or frog. Owl. Try and drink a an elixir of gaseous form and get out of there. Elixir of gaseous form. All right. So, <laughs> in response to this intimidation, this um, cleric guy, cleric guy enters the initiative. Enters the initiative, which is being tracked um, live. <laughs> I will uh, set that live, up in just a moment. Uh, Kevin threw a wrench into everything. <laughs> As, uh, as point My evil plan was right. Come on, buddy. Oh, last time we had a one-on-one combat. I'm just trying to think. We had Brandis versus. And before that, Brandis versus uh, Zahar. Yeah, Brandis versus Zahar. When's the last time we had before that? I think oh, it was right, Hugh yes. versus like a ghost when he randomly was exploring like the wind temple when we infiltrated that. Don't worry, place. this can be short because <laughs> I am running. <laughs> it has no illusions. Uh, here's what he. Illusions. Oh my god. Forty versus AC. Oh uh, yeah. Yep. All right, that'll do fifty-two cold and necrotic damage. <laughs> Uh, what kind of attack was that? Was uh, range attack? Uh, range, probably. Blast attack. Because he's really far away from okay. you. And he is five away. He's so he's twenty. Uh, wait, he's five away. Range attack. One, two, yep. three, four, five. I have a plus five. Still the missed, defenses actually. that missed. Oh, how come? Man, what? Because of an item. His neck. Uh, gives you plus five to range defenses. His neck is so they're more than five away. It's, it's a cloak of it's the cloak of distortion. Gotcha. All right. Yeah, I so okay, I whip around my cloak and it disrupts that power. Okay. Pincer beneath his cloak reaches down for a jar um, 
that is uh, jar of acid. It, it's not a it's not a transparent jar. It's actually uh, made of uh, solid or opaque black Obsidian. glass, and uh, it's got a, a metal top um, that he can't unscrew. He actually has to break the top off. And this pale vapor that looks like small spectral hands reaching up, he breathes it in. And it is a potion or elixir of gaseous form. But it turns him into a pentaghost. It is a. Wait, now you're a ghost? Yep. Pentaghost is very close to poltergeist. <laughs> Pentaghost. Now you're not Pentergeist. You're just one of them. Don't tell them. They're not looking. <laughs> oh man, except that guard is going to see what they're locked out there. Ooh, how's the body? That's what a pinter guy sounds like. So I become how's a misty cloud here? until end of encounter, or third action. I'm in- insubstantial and have a fly speed equal to my speed. I can hover, I can't attack, but I can move through tiny openings. There's no tiny little openings in the walls here, right? No. Woo! So becoming this gaseous ghost. Gaseous ghost. Great he is going ghosts. to double move out and just try and escape. Alright, Pinter can do that pretty easily. Once he gets out the door, he sees Ren talking about all this stuff. And Ren doesn't notice any of this stuff. He literally shouts. They have solace. I'm getting the others. And as Ren is like drawing, he on says this in infernal. Yeah, as Ren is like drunk. Did you just say it in my head, or you yell? Oh out? yeah, no, he says it right in your head. He's done with the ban on psychic. So powers. Ren, Ren is like de- like drawing all these diagrams and stuff for all of the clerics, and suddenly he just looks up and. Ooh. <laughs> Kind of sees Pinter fly by overhead. None of the other clerics notice because he's, I mean, he's silent. It's just like this cloud yeah. moving across. And he kind of oh, freezes. Five minute break, everyone. Isn't quite sure what to do and um, just then puts his hands back down and keeps drawing the diagrams, waiting to, waiting for the others to. I'm in the door. He'll just <laughs> pretend to keep drawing diagrams. Yeah. He just draws whole oh, shit. Oh, diagrams to draw. <laughs> right, how do you get there? What? Aurora is how with you. How do, you oh, how do we get there? Because we were even looking for Yeah, we were looking Yeah, yeah, he sees these guys looking for a <laughs> ghost of interflies overhead, and then you hear in his voice, they've trapped Solus in the uh, in the tower, the upper tower. They're torturing her for power. Ooh. He says, the high cleric. Zazzle man. Zazzle The high cleric. Dosevek. Dosevek. He says, get medic. And everyone you can. I'll Brandis? find Which, Brandis. No. <laughs> um. Ara thinks twice about dragging Maddock into this scenario. They're natural enemies. I guess, but... Gotta bring she looks a wolf like you. Uh, That's the same. I wouldn't count on his age. He could potentially agree I'm, with the cleric. I'm kind of half... 
Pinter debates at first not, where you know? Brandis is gonna yeah, be. I think not. And then goes into the nearest tavern, and that's where Brandis is. Boom. And he circles around as yeah. this ghost, and mentally says, Brandis! They've captured Solas, and they're draining her for power at the top of the tower. Brandis! It's naked. Brandis stands up. From his back. And then communicates to Pinter. <laughs> Tell these bar patrons that, that the, um... Free drinks at the top of the tower. That the, uh, that the priest uh, class has been, um keeping the power sources secret this whole time and has been using them, the general drunkard, the everyday drunkard, seems to think that uh, the priests and possibly the maddocks um, don't even have their uh, maybe don't even have their best interests. They know that the end is coming. He's, this is a power keg ready to go! Yeah. I don't have the words to convince them, Pinter. Mom! Mom! Pinter mom, mom, suddenly mom, appears in a cloud mom. of spirits, and he himself <laughs> is ghostly. And he says, echoing in their minds, um, Know me for a messenger of doom! He says, and Pinter starts screaming, and many of them running out, they're going, They breached the shield! <laughs> <laughs> He says, the high priests are the ones creating the end of the city. Seek them. Seek your revenge. <laughs> You're inciting him. Brandis breaks a bottle and tries worst. to direct the mob in the right direction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're over that way. Do any of them move in the general direction? Or is everyone Many just of them scared? are just screaming, spreading different directions, just saying, the high priests are working with the mind flayers. Oh, well, that's that'll work. Well, okay, <laughs> we can work. This we can work with this that. down. You hear someone yell, <laughs> "There are mind flayers in the city!" <laughs> At the very least, this chaos will benefit us somehow. Yeah. <laughs> he said, "Hopefully, it will confuse the guards." Well, right now we've got a ton of high of priests down at the so base of the tower. Gathered together, so I imagine they're running out here saying Yeah, this. until they like lock <laughs> the friggin' tower and just set it on fire. <laughs> Actually, Brenda says that this mob isn't going towards the thing and just takes one of the bar stools and throws it through the window of a nearby shop and says, Every man for himself! <laughs> Figures. What are you doing? That's the best I can do. They are torturing Solas up there. We I really go. don't see how general chaos is going to improve this situation. The organized defenses of the city won't be able to track us down as easily if there's a riot going on. Why would they need to track us down? Because riots. riots always help. So he's told these guys, <laughs> he's got plus we can start you guys. <laughs> yeah, is anyone right. trying to get Matic? Otherwise, we're just going. Uh-uh. Yeah, Hugh mounts up doesn't. on his bear. Um, <laughs> and just starts barreling through town. Barreling? Oh! <laughs> Alright. As, as the bear just comes galloping through the town, it squashes one person. Does he try to squash one person? He does not try to squash one person. Bear jumps over that person! It could be helped. It was a priest. Alright. Casualty. Aurora and Hugh and Brandis. At one moment, the bear is about to squash someone, and Hugh manages to command it to, like, grab the thing in a bear hug while Hugh, like, jumps off it, and it does, like, a roll, and then, like, puts the thing down, and Hugh manages to jump back on and keep going. It's like when you're running into someone, and you, like, like, 
you hit them, and then you sort of like roll on the ground with them, and then stand them back up. Yeah, and it happens running. to me all the time. Alright, that was his bit. Hasten anywhere, and we've kind of lost track of him over the last year. Hasten is brooding. And is. Hasten was one little bit. Um, Hasten. Heard there are white uh, players in Hasten shows up I'll running along yeah. with, uh, along with Pinter as he walks out of the shadow. Yeah, he does. Hasten, he says, they have solace. Uh, they're torturing her at the top of the tower. We must save her. He says, why are you inciting a riot? He says, I'm that wasn't me. To <laughs> save the world. He says, this will kill. Uh, he says, this could kill hundreds. He says, I, uh, the, what the priests are doing will end the world. He says, you, we need you here to, to help people. He says, you're the best the one the core and to... The world at the world. It might end the city. <laughs> Which is the world. Oh, Pinter. Yeah. He's so looking down on us and our I terrible know, decisions when he first walked in. Now he's just setting a riot like the best of us. <laughs> These guys have five years left. <laughs> best case scenario. As a player... They're all dead they just don't know it yet. As a player, this is not the first time I've incited riots. Uh, but he tells, uh, tells Hasten, he says, while we go out to rescue Solus, we need you here to keep people safe. And From Frida, the riot we've caused. And Frida, too. They should be our, our on-the-street squad. Like, someone's throwing a, a flaming, you know, cocktail through a window, and Frida opens a portal and Frida, it somewhere Frida else. is still in the Frida's temple. Like, reading! Reading, yeah. she will find out later that there was a riot. That's right. Then RA5 is helping out. RA5 can definitely be. Hasten looks pissed. Yeah, I'd be pissing me later. I'm saving Solus. And he says, They're saying there are mind flayers in the city. Is this true? He says, No. It's the fear that the priests are causing through their devious. Yes. <laughs> now you're lying to Hasten? <laughs> this is his interpretation of it. He's not lying in his mind. He believes he's, everything he says, whether or not it's travelers, true. thirst for knowledge. I just have to point 24 out. hours later. Ryan! I just have to point out that. <laughs> all right, give me all your initiatives. That, please. Pinter has. I mean, that's always his 31. thing. It's like he just blatantly lies. Like, 31. yeah, there's mind flares. It's it's the priest. They they but made this up and scaring people. Lies. Yeah, but then he's like, then we're like, is he lying to the group? I got no, Brandis. No, no, he really believes it. Pinter, like, what's your initiative? Oh, uh, do you want me to roll? Well, no, yeah, just tell me what we, it was. How are we supposed to yell at him? Oh, I think I rolled a six. Stop so being... I think twenty. Oh, really? Okay. Gotcha. And, uh, Hugh? 39. 39. Nice. Uh, okay. Hugh? Uh, Aurora? 23. 23. It's just about winter. Um, and Ren? 34. 34. Nice work, okay. guys. So, it is Hugh, and then an enemy. What their enemies? Uh, we got We're trying to help these people. And then we Mom. got Brandis. And then <laughs> we've got the more enemies. <laughs> All more we enemies. want is enlightenment. Do you have a library or perhaps a <laughs> <The> museum? <laughs> <laughs> Could we meditate in front of your fallen warriors? You know what? We <laughs> and then here. Just, a, just the next day. <laughs> the next day. We're deceiving you. Burn it all down. <laughs> You are the best intentions. They're the right. ones who Ren, first blood. You were there at the, Ren, you were there at the place at the spire when uh, when Peter <coughs> left to go get everybody. What is it like when uh, when they all arrive? What is Ren, what is Ren doing? Ren, 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 Ren,
Brand, uh, Pinter. Pinter came flying out, but the door is still closed up there. And uh, no, there's there's a door there now. There's a ghostly door. Yeah. So are you saying that you went up there? If you're not no, I'm still about sitting there. I mean, it's it's okay. <coughs> we're sitting at the table. Pinter said this. What does Ren do? Thanks. I'm getting there. <laughs> Ren is still sitting there. Um, the the rest of the clerics downstairs with me are totally calm because the the high cleric never came down. He's still up there trying to control the the stuff. So. We're sitting there. Ren is like sweating now because he knows what's going on upstairs, and he's just waiting for his friends and the group to get the, here. The you can hear a little bit of commotion outside, but he's still trying to keep it calm. And all of a sudden, out of like nowhere, I mean, it's pretty quiet in there as Ren is just leading his discussion. And the doors burst open as not only I assume the group, it just a, a a throng of people come pouring in of both both. Just other villagers is the right word, but just other people in the town, Citizen. uh, citizens that are afraid and angry and whatever, come pouring in. Yeah, very few of the of the rioters will come to this place because they're now just in chaos mostly. And so, high priest. So, at that, Ren kind of springs up and looks to see if it's his people coming through the door. Yeah. So Aurora, Hugh, Ghost Pinter. <laughs> A vaporous Pinter and uh, Brandis show up at the same time. And he has no legs. He's classic Jeff. So he basically, Ren was just like keeping it still, waiting for him to arrive. Yeah. And Pinter is saying, to the top of the stairs. I have a door open. The, the Some of the priests stand up and they say, what's going on? Bad. Pinter Bad. says, they're Something. destroying all the magic in the world. Uh, Wait, uh, steeper and steeper claim. They're <laughs> <laughs> killing Mistra again. Ren says, Ren, Ren, as Pinter's gone. You guys can explain what yeah, Pinter's gone now, so Ren says, There's a commotion outside. The walls must have fallen. Quickly! Go out to the And send deeper into the door. Attempts to endeavor. Well, it's easy lives. enough to tell them. Uh, Ren has spent this time uh, developing the trust of the. Um, so when Pinter says they're trying to destroy the all the, all the magic, they think that there's an assault on the yeah. on the town. So the so, clerics all leave. So it's fairly easy to get up the uh, the stairs as they all run out on Ren's orders. Rather than have a gazillion backups, Ren decides to try to send them out. All right. Instead. After a sprint up the. <laughs> Many, many, many stairs. It's a tall dome. And this but, thing you but you don't get winded. But you don't get winded because you're heroes. And Pinter reforms himself in full croaker mode right when they get up to the door. All right, put yourselves at the entrance to this room. There's a doorway right there. Put Aurora near the door. In the room or like on the edge? In the room. In the room. That's the so, in the room. Where you guys want to be? Gather around me, folks. In the room. In yes. the room. Be within two of me. Be within two of Where do you want Ren. to be? Somewhere where we can all be in two of them. Just stick me Just right, right at the, the entrance. Middle. Just right back back to. Right there. Put Aurora where she goes. Where do you want to be up here? Within two of me, but yes. That's fine. Hmm. <coughs> I'll take care of the camera. You just put your guys down. We're done. And he was up first. Uh, he was up first. Um, who's so, the biggest baddie of them all? 
So they've got the. Do they see what's going on? The same thing I saw. Solus screaming out. Yes, but as soon as you enter, the high priest, uh, high priest says, "What mockery is this?" Yeah, and already five. Don't, says, don't make him say that. I hate says guys. he. He shouts out, suck. "Leave this place!" He says. We must contain this god in, uh, um, we must contain this god. It is the savior of our world. Cool. Um, cues up. <laughs> and, as he, uh, and as he does this, oh. a bear shows up. Um, it's like rawr. the Care only way worse. One of these guys. Care where you don't know where it is. As the high pre- priest, um, <laughs> Like gestures towards him, you see the man grow uh, grow large, and his uh, all of his limbs um, just burst out of his uh, out of his clothing, and just furry from head to toe as he turns into a huge bear. Brenda says out loud, "You guys are full of surprises." Earth tries to like draw Solas back into her crown. Uh, Okay, (laughs) cool. Um. Q's vision, uh, origin type of keywords of all the enemies in sight. There are humans, uh, except for that guy on the side there. Who's a bear? Who's a bear? Okay. No, um, he, um, the guy on the side there seems to be a, uh, a magical beast. Uh, it seems that the that the the priest has transformed him and and just like polymorphed him basically. Okay. Cool. Um, and this guy um, is. A strand, a, a strand of the uh, of Solus's energy struck out. This guy did not react quick enough, and it hits him and turned him into a bright, uh, just like arcane um, moat. It's like floating in the air, but it's but it seems to still be controlled by them. It's an enemy. Okay, very cool. Um, but it seems extremely unstable, like just like shaking. Like it's Keywords. Explode. Yeah. It's like Origin type and keywords. Yeah, uh, says we must say like solid. striker or whatever kind of stuff. Those uh, leader, you got uh, artillery, soldier, and minion. Artillery, soldier, and minion. Okay, cool. Any of them elite? Solo? Anything like that? Uh, nope. Okay, cool. Um, so sweet then. Ren, just what? You didn't do public approach. Wait, wait, next. Yep. I haven't so gone move. That's still within two. So uh, for everyone watching us at home, you can pull up the uh, initiative tracker, which I just linked, and it should allow you to follow along with our combat here. So the aspect is a bear? I'm only going to do one of the players' hit points. Who wants me to track their hit points so that people can see? Just tell me who. And tell me what your hit points are. You can track me. Brandis is at 194. Um, Okay. What do you want to do? What do you say, Sambo? Sambo? Sambino? Like Rambo? No, like... I'll tell you when Sambo. I see it. Like, uh, Rambo races. What are your hit points? Oh, you want to do it? You are at the top of the end of the Okay, and... Uh, Aurora, what are your hit points? 100. I'm 75. Cool. Plus some change when I want it. So should we tell you by how much damage we take because of resistance? Just tell me what your hit points end up at. Okay. They'll be all up on. Yeah, that's actually yeah. yeah. 
Okay. Just because, like, we'll have temporaries and stuff. So. It gets tricky. Um, okay. Here's how this is going. Um, he's going to Manicor's Volley. So there's a dude there, a minion. I gotta get it. Okay. Get that little swirly orb. Yeah, a little yeah, orby would be great. I don't know where it is. I don't know. It's in one of the containers. With the um, Corey, nobody's closer, so we definitely get prime shot. I love these first round encounter things. I can just oogle Everything. out some juice. Yeah. Um, the high priest. The high priest. Yeah, definitely the high priest for sure. Um, if for some reason he dies, the other one's gonna go at pounding barrage. I hope he dies right so, now. So, Not Jesus. terrible. One's good. The other one's kind of shitty. Crazy though. You rolled three dies. Yeah, I know. That's what okay. it is. Um. So this is gonna be. I am going action play. Yes. That's the plan. Yeah. Um, We're going old school. I did. It's a die. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I get Corey and that one plus three plus my bow is now plus six. Yep. Sweet. Holy that means crap. he gets that's thirty three plus three, so it's thirty six plus fifteen is like fifty one. Fifty one. So that definitely probably hits that guy. Yeah. Uh fifty one AC. Yep. Okay, how about 36 plus 7, which is 40... Yep, that'll hit. Wait, for that same guy? How about 36 plus 2? 38. AC? Yeah. Do you one short? One short heroic effort. Oh, yeah. That's done. Okay. So those three hit the priest. With your crazy arrow. Yeah, the crazy arrow. None of those were crits, so that's hit. 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 And those are all big, none of them crit. Should I redirect onto somebody else or try and finish them off? Okay, so um, using it again. Same attack because of action, recovery, shenanigans through feats. So Manicor's Volley again, same dude. Okay. I love, oh, I should do it. Yeah, Lucky Charm. Do it. 100% on a two. Have we used Lucky Charm That's the last encounter. Wait, wait, wait. First round of the encounter. I have combat advantage. Yes. Was I two short? Was I one short before? You were one short. But I did need to use heroic effort, and... You'll use it now. uh, What is, sorry, 36 plus two is 38. One short. Plus combat advantage, 40. So I don't need to use it either time. I always forget my freaking superior reflexes feet. So they all hit. Cool. So he is... Oh my god. Super fucked. You <laughs> might have just arrowed him in the face. Alright, how much damage? It's gonna be uh, so awesome if Sam... It's six, six hits. hits. Um, with a big fucking thing. So I have to add all that up. Them? I have no idea. None of, none of them crit, but no. six hits and I have to add them all up now. So Let's stop. Uh, so... We're in a room. So yeah. just making sure you guys understand. Pinter is freaking out. It's yeah, it's all because I saw it. But also because this is how the cataclysm happened in the first place. Like if really? they wind up draining Solace and killing okay. her, and isn't that how the cataclysm? Not yeah, the cataclysm. No. Sorry, the no, not play. at all. Well, the spell play. Yeah, spell play. She's only a piece of Solace. Though. Yeah, but this is they're trying to kill a god, and the first time they did that, what gives you that impression? What? They're trying to kill a god. I don't think they're trying to. Oh, no, I think they're trying to contain her. They're just tapping her. 
Yeah, but that that's a good excuse. They're due within five years anyway. Uh, three, two, three, I think Kendra jumps to conclusions and then runs with them intensely. We can all agree on that. Whether or not he is justified in what he does is. If any of you guys, I take. I tried diplomacy. I tried diplomacy first. first Yes, you did. Whoa. 16 plus 5, 25. So you're doing so much math. What's the ballpark here? Uh, hang on. Gotta get all the conditional damage ones in here now. Also, he's also... None of them were crit. Definitely well, Ren's gonna be Ren's gonna be Bug expertise is applied because he's not adjacent to anybody. This is and a learning one, weapon and everything else. So that's... Kill, I'm gonna be so happy. 5, 8... So the first one's going to be a plus 8, and everything else is going to be a plus 14. Yeah. Ballpark will be about a 2. Really? Mm-hmm. All right. Well, then you better add it all up. <laughs> okay. Can you time. add damage? Yeah. Hang on. Like, so that, just for fun? It's because I have a calculator. Yeah. It's because I'm... So... Is that what I meant? Well, there's the whole bloody thing, so I have to punch me individually. Plus eight. 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 Well, depending on what happens here. <laughs> oh my god. Brandis, you have almost 200 hit points. I like the idea that reality itself is shocked at really how much damage Hugh is doing, so time actually slows down to figure out <laughs> what's going to happen Just once the arrow hits me. it. It's mostly me playing innocent. Pretending I don't know these things. And then it'll be Brandis. <laughs> With almost 200 hit points. That is stupid. It's an appropriate amount of hit points for someone oh, I'm sorry. of my age and build. <laughs> Wait, really? Like he's. Oh my god, right Yeah, he's at, he's at about 300. Well, then it's way over the hill, by the way. Okay. You blow his head off. High praise from here. Okay, there you go. Through the eye? Through the neck? What houses go down? Oh my god. The first the first flight of the Kronos arrow. My number is the way, when I add them up, it's like two numbers. <laughs> yeah, it's like he's, he's he's dead like a hundred hit points ago. <laughs> yeah. I'm like Well, how many? If the ongoing. first if the first three would have killed him, you can the first this. three would not have killed him. Okay. Okay. Oh my god. So, so what, you know what, what high priest? Yeah. Um, question should I pull the last hit and keep him alive? No. No, just well. It's up to you. Wow, everyone like Pinter's line. Kill him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Pinter, if you're actually a Haskell, would have said yes. He always wants to keep him alive. Um. Oh, I thought you were asking. So the Hugh steps forward, um, seeing uh, the high priest. Um, Left his flank. Just like tend to do something. Just standing. Uh, oh. oh. In front of a. 
you know, spinning massive thing and no one else around him, completely exposed. Uh, wow, Hugh just um, pumped up from the adrenaline of running over here. Time is just kind of slowed down as he steps into the room and just releases arrow after arrow. Um, the arrows striking his body and disappearing because it's not arrow after arrow, it's the same arrow being fired numerous times as it strikes his body and disappears reappearing in Hugh's hand just as it is released from the bow um, as his body is peppered uh, shoulder, thigh chest face, and the final one going through his neck as he just drops thanks for giving us shelter thanks, thanks for opening your home to us Next for kidnapping Ren, uh, your turn. <laughs> Too bad your wolves don't detect oh, and, uh, murderous yeah. intent. Ren, uh, that's where they barked at. <laughs> okay, so murder, murder. Mechanically, this is going to go quite a bit faster. You guys all get cloak of courage. So you get your healing surge value with attempts. Um, you're also immune to fear. Or no, you're not immune. You get a plus four to fear. Uh, Effects uh, until whenever the yeah, until, and then <laughs> it's until the beginning of my next turn. So I think, um, and then let's do an arcana check on the um, what was the what does the red die represent again? Swirling arcane orb thing that got hit with some of the energy that came out of Solus. Yeah. So it's sort of like this arcane blob um, thing, but um, it's still it's a bad. It's a bomb. Oh, it's a minion. Yeah, it looks like it's a minion. Extremely unstable, and it's floating towards you. Okay, so we're gonna do an arcana check on that to see if we shoot it, if it's gonna explode on us. Oh, that's gonna be a uh, it is a minion, and you know that it has a speed. Of one, oh, uh, it seems to have a huge amount of uh, arcane energy in it, and it is coming towards you to try to attack you. It does seem like shooting it will also release a lot of energy. Shoot it now! Shoot it now! There's also a mechanic that will be used in a future fight that does not get trivialized. <laughs> okay, that's it. Turn it on. Oh, you didn't attack. No, that's my, my cloak of courage is my standard. Oh, that's your standard. See, great. <laughs> the nice thing about the guy going down in one hit is that you can just save his entire stat block and use it in future fight. We'll have no idea. Brandis. You realize Brandis. I do that for like half the fights anyway. <laughs> I know. I for my last campaign, I had like a stat block and fighter, and you just used it for everything. Mechanically, he uses a minor action. Makes him go angry. He uses a move action. Him. Are you going to mount the bear? Attack. Am I going to what? Mount the bear. I am going to mount the bear, and I'm going to... Uh, I'm going, going to establish dominancy right now. I'm going to do uh, storm blows, action point storm of blows. You'll oh my God. feel bread and butter. Yeah. Once you punch, I got that trick from him. Uh, it's a nasty... Once you find an encounter power, they'll be like, wow, I used this like the first time of every encounter. But how do you get it back? There's a, there's Whenever you a, spend an action point, you get to reuse an encounter immediately. That uh, is this you a get. Feet? Yeah. Well, for it's a feat. For, for me, it's, yeah, it's basically it, when you use your action Fine. point to get an extra action, you can refresh one of your used uh, encounter powers. And a lot of times it makes well, sense. Aren't to you just guys special? Blow it twice at the same time. It's a really. It's deadly. It's sounds like no. Star blows is slowly phasing out. Anyway, 
Um, it's, it's not as quite as good as it used to be. Um, AC on the bear. On the bear somewhere. He's quarried. He's got a plus He's one. He's quarried. Thank you. Um, does 50 hit? I'm going to read off some numbers. You tell me what hits. 50? That'll uh, hit. 41. One, off by one. Miss? That's, that's a miss? Yeah. Then I will use heroic effort to make that a hit. Okay. And that would mean... That 49 hits uh-huh. and the 32, 33, 36 miss. Oh. Which makes sense because that was a 1, 2, 5. <laughs> yeah, so, I hit on two twos. So that guy had low defenses. Well, you hit the, low you you hit low the priest. Yeah. You shot a priest. Let's just let you that has sink in, no guys. problem with that. Um, last bastion of humanity. Killing Kill guys. All like, the humans. Um. Okay, then Brandis does significant damage. It's uh, around 128. Actually, it's exactly 128. Um, okay. I'm really good at math, so... Damage? You can just... Well, it's 41, 43, and 44. Okay. Um, on the bear. Uh, uh, Flavor-wise... He is not bloody. You guys are about to go to Flavor Country. Um, get ready, Arcane Moat number two. You're on deck, and then aspect of DS, which is spelled differently than I expected. It has the word ass in it, so everyone should say that. Ass. It's the ass. That is DS. Um, Brandis, as arrows are whizzing by and going through here, isn't really quite sure of exactly what happened, but kind of Brandis incited a riot and then just got caught up in the energy. <laughs> so he just came up here. Swinging right out the gate, and he just sees a fucking werebear, and is just like, "Oh, right, wow!" On this now. Is, like the whole scene changed so fast. So the fact that there was a werebear in here, we were in a happy just, town. It helped riot werebear. It's like Brandis make like rationalize swinging a weapon in the the like high priest sanctuary of the town that we've been so graciously like. Yeah. Taken uh, shelter in, so it's kind of like it's good that there's a werebear here. If it was just a person, Brandis might have trouble. Since the werebear, Brandis just comes up and whoosh, whoosh, and then it like it sw- takes a swipe and Brandis ducks and shoulder checks him and whoosh, whoosh. turn over. All right, it cuts that bear up, and as it slices into the bear, you see limbs start to come out of Ooh. it. Just weird sort of like tendrils coming oh, out of the bear, and you realize that this is not just like a werebear. It is not just um, a bear, not just a werebear. This is like what werebears are like now. He's infused <laughs> it with some sort of uh, crazy ass like aberrant art, energy. Aberrant energy. Yes. Oh, you always use that mini when I hate it. The bear is so comfortable to fight; it's like punching a tin. That's like. Punching. Swamp thing. Very unsatisfying. Very unsatisfying. All right. Uh, next. Up you know you punched it, but you know it didn't do any real damage. So, the arcane moat Pretty is going to run, which makes it move two. It makes, makes it move uh, three. So it can actually uh, charge you. Whoa. The hell. At minus five and grants combat advantage. I don't cool. know, guys. I'm very suspicious. Um. Of that here's thing. what we're doing. Uh, Let me move to the fray. Me to interrupt. Any moves adjacent to you. Shift six squares away. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, 
Alright, so that fizzles its attack. Okay. Next turn. We normally wouldn't do that, but it's like this weird minion. <laughs> I don't like whatever that is doing. Anything that shambles is also like, oh, Anything it's, it's that yeah, be has big. a really slow movement, you know, has a big result. Great cat oh. just chasing us around this oh. entire time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know it's gonna be good. I don't want to be near it. No, you go touch it. Simpsons mob fight. <laughs> yeah. oh, there's a Chinese guy just standing there. Alright, so this guy attacks you. Pendlebear. Ass. Okay. With his, uh, reach three, and here you go. That thing attacked yeah, you? That's gonna be sure hitting me. Yeah, yeah I got 50 versus AC. Oh, I got nothing on that. It's gonna deal 40 damage. It will pull you, uh, and pull you adjacent. You are now grabbed with a minus four penalty to escape. Okay. Dude, that's my guy. Hey, Brandon Stevens says, Hugh, get your own! There are uh, plenty to choose from. Actually, like that weird slow-moving one. <laughs> you, I don't want to touch that, that shit. That perfect for you. You go investigate. It's very Alrighty. suspicious. Not too bad, just eight through my tempers. Oh, all gone. Oh. Okay. He's my heroic efforts. <laughs> okay. And then he actually can use his uh, minor action. Because uh, he is bloodied. Has you grabbed? Don't I'm so, grabbed? Okay. Yep. Give me a 2d8. You've been grabbed, bro. Roll them. So this plus 15. Uh, 8 plus 15 is. 23 more damage. Okay. As he sustains the grab. It's not really sustaining your rabbit, so it's just it's continuing to grab you. Alright. And that is all of them, and Aurora is up next. Okay. Okie dokie. Okie dokie then. Um, Aurora takes. Sorry, I'm got too close to the mic. Uh, she shifts back. No, she just moves. Back two squares diagonally into the corner. Hey! And that's one, two, three, four, that's fine. Um, she does a... Where's that? Suddenly forgot where my... Oh, there it is. Uh, marking that square thing. Uh, the minion? Sorry, the cube. The minion cube, and then she does a burst attack, attacking it from that far away. Okay. Uh, and that's a 47. They'll easily hit because it also grants combat advantage. Versus will? Yeah. <laughs> 47 minutes. That's what I thought. It would hit anything. It does any some monster. damage on it. And since it's a minion, it dies. So what all happens right, it after explodes that? and it burst 10. Stop! Oh, well. We all take Your fault. damage. You get Everyone dies. None enough. I will absorb some of the damage. That'll be a 40, well, 45, 34, critical hit, and a 46. Wait, I think I have to declare it before. Oh, the absorbing thing? For the demo. And you can't use uh, an interrupt or... You can't use an immediate action on your own turn. I can use also, an immediate interrupt, though, can't Not can? on your own uh, turn. Unfortunately. Really? Well, no, it, you can't. Uh, really? You can't do immediate yeah. action. Well, I'm using an immediate oh. interrupt. Okay, you can do it then. Uh, if only you were in my square. Well, well that's I'm okay. I'm just going to save myself. Don't, don't I will tell you that the crit won't do anything different than a non-crit. 
Well, that's sweet. Oh, okay. Well, I'm, I'm curious to see what it does. Can I, doing an anti can I, yeah, can I yeah. see what it does? With the number of temporary damage. Uh, so it's, it's not psychic damage. I mistyped that. It's just, it's 40, like, arcane damage. I'm taking that psychic trick. Anything else? 40. I'm taking it as psychic damage. Magic damage. 40, so 40 damage. I get 40 that's it. Do I have any. What are all the effects of grab? It's been a while since so. I've been grabbed. You can't move. No bonuses to defenses or attacks or anything? Nope. Cool. Pretty sure. They're in addition grab. Or negatives to defenses or attacks. It's just to hold you in place. Cool. Yeah, they, they uh, made a lot it a lot of monsters to do. they can grab, um, typically, they, it gets nastier. They Like that thing, you have that second extra yeah. damage. Gotcha. Okay, cool. Okay, so I'm down to, to do four temporary hit points. Where's my gloves? Life is rough. So this is gone. Wait, that was for the max, right? No, you said Yeah, you're just immobile. Oh, that's, uh, that's actually just the flat It's amount. just a fat flat. Gotcha. It's a crazy... It's dead movie. now, though. Yep, it's yep. dead. You can take it off the board. Yes! Uh, blings her arm out, and deep within the arcane orb, a small light begins to grow, and as it grows, the, uh, the stability of the arcane sphere begins to erode rapidly until it actually just explodes. Oh, God, I thought you were talking about that one. Nope, that one is safe. I'm referring to the arcane sphere of slow-moving death assuredness, which was not actually as scary as she thought, because the, the the divine shielding around her absorbed most of that. Actually, all of it. Whether or not everyone else got damaged is not oh, not to her knowledge at this time. Sam. What? Well, yeah, I didn't want to interrupt you. So, and then she like, closes her fist, and the, and the light just... Poof. Um, yeah, it's just an acrobatics or athletics to escape versus there. Oh, I'm just going to attack. Pinter. Finish the fight. Quick question. Uh, does it, he's, he's, he doesn't see this. He's just looking at that sphere. Does it look like it's unstable or might damage, uh, Is Solus in danger? Solus at all. Um. You can make an arcane check if he needs. Disable it, pop around. Uh, it looks like, uh, with them, with him no longer, like, holding the energy that it is like slowly expanding back out it seems like Solus is being uh, left set free does it look like the generator itself has any danger of going out or being unstable does it need someone no. to control okay because if it did it'd be right away because no it doesn't seem to be okay uh, the generator seem, uh, seems stable okay with that that will kill this thing He's using trick knowledge, just in case the effect goes longer. I'll see what that did in a moment. Uh, he moves three, boop, 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 and he does lightning circle. Um, this is 20... Which is a dance move. Seven. <laughs> versus... Oh, God. That's an extra uh, one. I auto-missed. I'm, I'm gonna use my sage die. I auto-missed. <laughs> <laughs> Snake eyes! On a D20, he is you mean lightning serpent. way too concerned about uh, Snake eyes. Uh, <laughs> about Solus yeah. right now. He he, and he, is he, he just like emotionally compromised. Yeah, he summons uh, uh, the ghost of his. Uh, we'll say Vistos, his aunt, the prison keeper's brother, aunt. who uh, comes out and attempts to send an electrical chain. At this thing, but he has to pull it at the last minute to not hit Hugh, who's within its tendrils. And in the meantime, he's just worried about Solus and is just studying the engine itself. 
Alright. Hugh, it is your turn. You are grabbed. Cool. Um, I'm, I'm right next to him. Wary shooter. Minor action. Till the end of my next turn. Range attacks. Don't provoke opportunity attacks. And hi. Wary shooter. Pounding barrage. Pounding barrage. Different dance move. Uh, these are not as high, but they're not too shabby looking. So, do get quarry, do get prime shot, plus one to my weapons, add an update that. So that's 36 is the base. So 36 plus 13 is 49. Yep. The first Easy. one. Easy. The second one is uh, 36 work. plus 6. What's that? 42. 42, that hits. Oh, wait, cool. And the other one's higher. So they all three hit. Okay. I didn't cool. see that a miss still does half damage and slows him, so I'm kind of assuming he's gonna be dead anyways. Uh, we'll roll the damage because okay. he might not be. Uh, Ren, you can go ahead and uh, do your turn. Uh, I probably won't need it. Actually, with these three hits and then his half damage. <laughs> uh, What's the ballpark on your hands? Uh, so I'm doing 29. Is it damage. the same like average damage on each hit? Uh. Kind of. I've got Corey and some other stuff I can say. Plus five. And I get another D6. He's immobilized, by the way. It'll be enough. It's probably about it. It'll kill him. Okay. Go ahead and describe it. Just coffee. Okay. Between Pinters and mine, or. Pinters. Well, Pinters miss. He does half damage on a miss, then you kill him. Okay, cool. Um, Hugh, with this thing, um, vine arm, ra- like, not vine, it's not, it's only pictures of vines, it's what is it, like, this ooze flesh tentacle Great. nasty stuff, so this fleshy, um, tendril, um, wrapped around his waist, pulling him in, um, constricting his limbs, um, the creature of nightmare and fantasy he combined. ignores the, uh, he ignores them for a moment and focuses himself, centering, uh, his mind as he... Um, focuses on his attacker and focuses on himself, deflecting uh, the guy's blows as he attempts to um, attack him at point-blank range as he again fires right into the main torso of the thing at a range where it's impossible to miss as the arrow just punctures in him, spraying out more of this um, ichor as more tendrils are just sprouting everywhere until there is more outside than in and the thing just loses all... Um, cohesion and collapses in a puddle. I think Hugh did more damage Shambler. than the rest of us combined. Oh, it's this. That's because he stole all the all the kills. Uh, that's like, highest initiative, really. Yeah. That's 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 what that was. Highest initiative when I blew he's, my he's wand so, first round. He's so. Uh, sorry, distracted. Pinter runs uh, for to just. Uh, never mind. It takes a couple minutes, but with uh, but with Pinter helping, Solace is able to re-solidify into her usual visual self and uh, is standing there in the room as she kind of looks around uh, and it's just silent for a bit as she looks around at what has happened here. Are you here. okay? Seconds later, Maddock bursts through the door and says, What have you done? What's going on? And we'll continue next week.